sweet She said my boy is a dagger Oh yeah I was good, she was hard Stealing everything she got I was born, she was over the worst of it Give me gear, thank you dear Bring your sister over here Let her dance with me just for the hell of it
through California, Arn Anderson had to piss. Good Lord, I watched part of that damn game last night. The uh, Niners getting blown out. But we'll, we'll talk about the NFL here. Boy, has it rained. Holy cow. Man, oh man. Y'all got some rain this weekend. And of course, nobody's happy about the rain. Because this is going to, yeah, even though you're in a drought, Oh, this is going to create flooding issues and mudslides. Be happy you got some fucking rain, news people. Jesus Christ. Oh, what a great weekend it was. Fantastic weekend. Lots of rest yesterday. Friday night, let let, let me start you out with a little weekend uh, update here. Then I'll say hello to people, and then we'll kind of start to kick the show off. I'll say good morning to everybody first. Uh, Braddy Kid, first one here, says, good morning. How about them Braves? Yeah, World Series starts tomorrow night. Steal a base, steal a taco, baby. Braves and Astros. I have never been a bigger Braves fan than I am this week. Douglas says, good morning, ass family. How about them Raiders? Five and two starting are going into a bye week. Yes, we will talk about the NFL here in just a minute. My weekend, so I had no football to watch this weekend. 
I, I, and I really didn't watch much football. I watched a little bit of the game last night. Nah, that was about it. Cowboys were on a bye. Longhorns didn't play. Shit, I didn't care. Hi, Mama says, happy Monday ass right back at you. I uh, hope you had a good birthday weekend, hot mama. Enos Diaz, Arnie E.S. fam. What is happening, Adam J? How are you, my friend? Triple T's in the house. Good morning, family of ass. Hot mama says, what a fucking storm it's been. Douglas says, I'm loving the weather. Over seven inches of rain since Saturday night. Good Lord. Straight fire, he's not having it. <laughs> the atmospheric river sucks ass. What the fuck was that? Douglas says, it flooded my office. Andrew, AIG MFers, happy Monday. His Saints are playing tonight against the Sea Chickens. Erise, good morning to you. Alicia good, says, good morning, ass family. Happy Monday, and I disagree. I love this weather. Okay. Hey, hey, I know there's a lot of people that like it, and there's a lot of people that love it. I'm just telling you what the media is saying right now. I, I'm happy that y'all are getting rain. I don't have to hear about the fucking drought anymore. Uh, it hasn't stopped pouring since Saturday night. I love the rain. Okay. Uriah says it was sunny and like 80 degrees all weekend here. I do not miss the rain. Amen, sister. Mark in Detroit says good morning all. The Warbirds in the house. Good morning, dog. 49ers are garbage. It's embarrassing. Yes, welcome to my life as a Longhorn fan. By the way, Warbird, uh, as I update you, I, I talked to a firefighter in Fort Worth this week. And uh, he wants me to pass along to his Reno brothers that they support you guys fully. So uh, God bless you, Warbird, and all of our first responders out there. Douglas says, come on now. You should have watched Derek Carr put the smack down on the Eagles. They didn't have that. I, didn't, I, I don't have the package. Since I live in Dallas now, I really only care about Cowboys games. I don't have the NFL package anymore. I would have preferred, honestly, Douglas, I would have preferred to watch that game than the fucking Bears Buccaneers. What a shit game that was. Oh, and Tom Brady throws his 600th touchdown pass. Then he gives some cancer survivor kid a hat. Oh, God. Way to tear at the old heartstrings there, Tom Brady. I just hope the Braves break the streak of being uh, the Buffalo Bills of baseball. Amen. Streamcast live. Oh, interesting. Thank you, Douglas. I appreciate that. Well, as I was telling the Warbird, I was in Fort Worth on Friday. Um, we're going to see uh, Supergroup Alabama. And it, let's just start, so we get to Fort Worth. I did not realize that there was a giant rodeo going on in Fort Worth at the time. So we're driving around, and we ate at the original Cattleman's. Now, this isn't part of the Cattleman's that y'all got. This is a good Cattleman's. Holy shit, man. My food was amazing. <laughs> I, I had ribeye and a potato, so it, I, I'm pretty easy. So then we had to find, we, we had to drive down in the stockyards, and Cattleman's is in the stockyards, but you, you make a certain left in Fort Worth, and you're in the middle of the stockyards. So as we're driving down, we see a couple of longhorn bulls, and, and Braddy Kid has to, has to touch a longhorn bull, so... We stopped, we parked, didn't pay, which was great because we knew we were just going to do a photo op and leave. Pull in there, use the handicap placard, of course. And I, I, I'm going to give credit where it's due, and, and it pains me to do this because I thought she'd be scared. She wasn't. So we come up on this Longhorn, right, and people are taking pictures with it and everything, and I asked the guy, I kind of go, uh, 
Do you let people get on? He goes, yeah, it costs five bucks. I was like, wow, here's ten. I gave the dude like eight, eight, ten bucks, whatever. And I said, she wants to get on. So, Brad, a kid, I, I'll give her credit. She hopped up there and she got on a Longhorn. That Longhorn was sedated like a motherfucker. And I was hoping it would fucking kick. I was hoping it would kick. But, hey, she got up there, took the pictures. You can see the pictures on Facebook. It was awesome. My husband's long-lost cousin, his uncle's fa- uh, father kid at 16, mom was forced to give the baby up for adoption, lives outside of Fort Worth in Keller. Brady Kid says, I own that bitch. Yeah, you own that fucking, <laughs> that doped-up fucking longhorn. <laughs> it started to move, and she got a little scared, but that was it. I mean, otherwise, she did a great job. So then it was off to the concert. Now, I, I, I'm going to tell you this right now. I, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Now, I don't think I should, but I am. We bought the handicap tickets for the concert. And let me just tell you, I will never buy any other tickets again. You get to sit in that little cutout area where they put, like, the wheelchairs and stuff. Man, you got room to stretch out. You have room. Even though some fucking bitch did spill a fucking beer on my arm. She almost got a fucking Copenhagen bath on the way back. If she would have came back up, she would have had a spitter dumped on her. Bitch didn't even say excuse me. When you spill beer, and look, I understand there's a lot of people bumping in. I'm sitting down, and she just dumps a beer on me. She's lucky it didn't get on my fucking cowboy hat. Oh, I'll tell you this right now. She would have been putting a stunner if she fucked up the cowboy hat. Uh, let's see. We uh, just drove from Sparks into Reno, and there's snow on the ground in Reno. Wow. Can any buy those tickets? I guess. I mean, they didn't ask us for a placard or something. We just went up and bought them. That is the way to go at a concert. And by the way, the seats are decent. It's like box seats. It's it's pretty fantastic. So uh, Brady then goes off to the... Uh, Um, she goes off to the stand to buy a T-shirt. Now, I, I, I've given up on concert T-shirts because they don't make fat guy size. So I'm not going to get a T-shirt. So I'm just sitting there, right? And, you know, wheelchair people are moving in. They're doing their thing. And all of a sudden, Braddy Kid comes back, and she's got this glow about her. And she told me she was going to get a sweatshirt. I was like, where's your sweatshirt? She goes, oh, I didn't get a sweatshirt. I got this T-shirt. She got a T-shirt. She goes, I got something else. I said, what'd you get? Braddy Kid bought an autographed guitar at the show. Now, we, we, didn't, we didn't have to get it until the show was over, and we got it, and we left. It was easy and stuff. But let me tell you, autographed guitars at concerts are tad bit on the pro- – I'm not going to tell you what it costs, but let me just say, wow. Yeah, we're going to hang that up. So it, she's a huge Alabama fan, huge. That's like her favorite group of all time, so – we saw Lori Morgan opened with uh, bowling ball head uh, Pam Tillis for all you old school country stars. Let me tell you, they ended their set with something in red. I was happy. I was very happy with that. And then Alabama comes out. I don't know if it's because they're old and they're senile, but uh, I, I got to say, I got to say boo. Boo to that show. I mean, they were on for like two hours, which, hey, that that's great. But... If you're Alabama and you're in the South and you don't do or you don't do 
Southern Star, how I wish. They didn't do either of them. Again, thank God they did. Douglas Snow, not that much. Thank God they did that one. Oh, my God. Oh, it, it was a great night. It was an awesome night. Dickie's Arena in Fort Worth. If you ever get a chance to go to that, it's really good concert venue. Sound is kind of eh. They did have a fiddle in the band, yes. Straight Fire, they did that one. They, they, they did a lot of their hits. They didn't do this one. Roll on highway. No. They didn't do this one either. There are people in this country. They didn't do 40 hour week or roll on 18 wheeler. And I was bummed out. I wanted to see it. And we saw him twice this year. Saw him in Nashville, and then we saw this show. I was bummed. I was bummed. But we saw him, so that's all that matters. So, Friday night, awesome night. Saturday, Saturday was the day that I was going to make my first batch of chicken wings in the air fryer. And instead of, like, you know, having to measure out the flour and do all that kind of paprika and stuff, I found... The Hooters mix. The Hooters dry rub mix or the dry mix to make it fry. So I use that. Now, I did it like 30 minutes before I put them in the fryer. And I think that was my big mistake why they didn't turn out as, as crispy as possible. But I'm not, I'm not using the cooker hot enough because it took longer than 20 minutes to cook these damn wings. Did they say they Alabama sounded good? Yeah, the the concert sound wasn't bad. It wasn't as bad as like old Arco Arena. It was it was a good sounding show. Uh, did they do "I'm in a Hurry" and don't know why? I don't think they did that. Or did they do that one? I'm not sure. Um, Brady Kid loves Alabama. Me too. Roll Tide. Hey, hey. I know the score looked good, but you guys gave up 24 fucking points to Tennessee. Come on now. I wanted to see a shutout. Now my time of saying those two words are over for the year. Until you play, hopefully. And, and by the way, we'll, we'll go over it here. Oh, I, I, I'm pissed about something in football. Before we get to NFL scores, we will talk. We will definitely talk about the bullshit of college football officiating. So I made my wings. Even had the Hooters wing sauce, flipped it around in there, and I got to say, out of 10, probably a 7.5 to an 8. We're going to make them again today. See, I, I shook them and I breaded them last night. They've been sitting in the fridge. They're going to go on there today. Today is going to be a 10 out of 10. Had some good old blue cheese. Boom. That shit was, as the kids would say, was bussing. So, by, by, so far, loving the air fryer. I just got to figure out temperatures. Uh, Christopher says, good morning, guys. Sorry I'm late. The storm just hit Fresno, and I'm having a rough morning at work. Christopher, great job on the review. Christopher went and saw the movie Dune this weekend. First of all, I had no inkling to see that fucking movie at all. None. 
I didn't see the one with Sting back in the late 80s or mid-80s, so I wasn't going to see this when I knew Christopher was. Christopher did a great job with the review. You can see the review all over the social media at the Arnie State Show. He really did enjoy it. If you're a big sci-fi guy or girl or gal, check out Dune. Uh, Christopher did enjoy it. Uh, could have bought it for me. Well, you could always just go. Oh, I did forget something. That, when we were at the uh, concert, so uh, the two gals get done on stage, right? And they're, they're getting everything ready. I started the Let's Go Brandon chant, and I got it going. I swear to God. I swear to God. I, I just started going, Let's Go Brandon. And they're like these four drunk guys in the aisle over, and they start yelling, Let's Go Brandon. I felt good about that. Straight Fire says, 400 for wings in the air fire. I tried that. Well, here's the thing. Mine only is at Celsius. So I got to figure out, is it 203 Celsius? It's 400 degrees. Hate that. Hate that shit. Warbird says, best chant ever. Yes, I, I figured you'd love that chant. You owe that reporter. Warbird, you owe that reporter who did that NASCAR bullshit so much. Uh, so then Saturday Night Live was, uh, and I, Saturday Night Live has sucked historically. I, I mean, terribly for the last few years. But I was excited. Where'd you buy that fucking communist? At Target of all places. I know, right? It's a Hamilton Beach. I don't know what that means. Uh, but uh, Jason Sudeikis was the host of Saturday Night Live, the guy who is Ted Lasso on the show, Ted Lasso. And I'm a big Jason Sudeikis fan. And I have to say that, all in all, it was a decent show. It, it wasn't great. The, the opening, uh, after his monologue, the first skit they did with him as a teacher was fucking hysterical. Other than that, though, the, the show, and, and we're going to talk about where it missed. And the, the weekend update, until Jason Sudeikis came back as the devil, the weekend update was a zero out of ten, definitely. Sack so got 5.44 inches of rain in 24 hours, beat a record from 1980. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you guys have had a ton of rain. By the way, by the way, uh, we haven't done this in a while. Uh, i got to empty the trash here. I do that all the time on this show. Uh, we haven't done this in a while. We got a brand new Grady Judd. Grady Judd went viral this weekend on TikTok. So just chill out. You know, drink a 7-Up, eat a moon pie, quit murdering people. I think that, that those are words to live by. If I can give you anything, Ash Family, today, I give you this. So just chill out. You know, drink a 7-Up, eat a moon pie. Quit murdering people. That, that that works by me. That totally works for me. Um. All right. Let's uh. Let let's get to the NFL, shall we? I mean, big weekend in the NFL. First of all, first of all, before we get to the NFL, college football needs to stop protecting teams. And, and, and right now, they're protecting the Oklahoma Sooners. Uh, it, it, yes, yes, all disclosure, full disclosure. I hate the University of Oklahoma more than anything else in the world except Texas A&M. Um, 
they had a play, and they were struggling against Kansas. They were like a 44-point favorite against Kansas, and they barely won. It was late in the fourth quarter. They were up by like four points, and it was fourth and two. They hand the ball off, and the runner is, he crosses the line of scrimmage, and then he stopped immediately. Now, his shoulder passed the line of scrimmage, and that's important here. The ball should have been blown dead. But the freshman quarterback ripped the ball from the running back's hands, and he ran for a first down. Now, that's just, that, that's just ghetto-ass smear the queer plan right there. There's nothing intelligent about it. There's nothing good about that play. That's greedy football, and there's no need for it. Oh, and by the way, it's against the rules. First of all, the runner was stopped, and his forward progress had stopped. They should have blown the play dead. Secondly, in college football, if you fumble on fourth down, you cannot advance the ball. The ball is dead where it's at. And the third thing, the third rule they broke, the runner's shoulder crossed the line of scrimmage. And if you call that a a forward handoff, which is what they called it, that is an illegal forward handoff. The ball should have been marked dead right there. Kansas ball, three and a half minutes. Now, I'm not saying Kansas would have won. But I'm saying they are protecting the Sooners. Why? Because the Sooners are undefeated. They actually moved up a spot in the rating in, in the rankings because Cincinnati struggled. What do you call winning by like 11 points against Kansas? A team you were, you were favored by over 40 points to beat. You've got the Big 12 protecting them and the SEC. Look, the Longhorns could be a protected team if they wouldn't have shit the bet against uh, uh, Arkansas first and then quit in Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. The referees would be on their side. They'd be protecting them. And I'd be hearing all this shit, and I wouldn't be happy with it, and I probably wouldn't nod to agree with it happening. I mean, I'd be okay with it. Don't get me wrong. Like, all Oklahoma fans are okay with it. But you got to stop protecting these teams. And they want to protect Oklahoma because it keeps a Big 12 team in the playoff hunt. Ain't no other team from the Big 12 going to the, the NCAA playoffs. And mark my words, if they haven't played Iowa State yet, and I know they haven't played Oklahoma State in Bedlam, they will be protected in those games. Watch those games and see how fucked up the calls are. Mark my words. Just saying. Now, off to the NFL. Uh, Case Keenum did a great job, I guess, uh, with the Browns. He got a win. Not really a great job. He won 17-14 over the Broncos. Packers in really ugly all-green uniforms. They whoop Washington's ass, which is fantastic. The, that helps the Cowboys. Happy about that. That the Chiefs can 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 we just go ahead and call the Chiefs season now? Chief season's over. Can we say it? Or is it is it still too early? Still too early to call that? I mean, the Titans whooped that ass. How weird is it that Derrick Henry had more touchdown passes in that game than Patrick Mahomes? It's true. 
Titans won. Titans look good. Titans are leading the way in the AFC right now. That makes me sick. Uh, Falcons beat the Dolphins. Nobody cares. The Patriots lit up the Jets. Shocker. The Panthers benched their starting quarterback, Sam Darnold, in an ass-whooping they took against the New York football Giants. I think in the shock of the weekend, I are we are we going to believe this? I love how Brittany is out uh, talking shit. Your man is over at oh Brittany Mahomes, yeah. Hey, look, he's having a bad season, and and we'll see if he bounces back this season. Tell you who's having a good season: good old Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals opening a big old can of whoop ass on. On Baltimore, I was shocked at that game. 41-17, to 17? that's a flat-out ass-whooping. And then there are the Las Vegas Raiders. That game was not even that close. 33-22, it wasn't that close. Nope. Good job, Raiders. The Lions, they lost again. Nothing's new there. I figured Matt Stafford would have a bigger game, but he, he, he didn't. Cardinals beat the Texans, who scored five runs. Whenever you see the just a, a number five in an NFL score, that's always weird. Well, they, they got a safety and a field goal in that game. Way to go, Texans. Texans fans hate me right now so much, and it's great. It's glorious. Then, of course, Tom Brady just beat the shit out of Chicago Bears. Wow. Wow. Boy, the Bears are bad. How great would it be? I was thinking about this last night, last weekend, when uh, Aaron Rodgers was yelling at Bears fans. He owns them. He's going to be a free agent at the end of the season. How awesome would it be to see Aaron Rodgers go to the Bears and just start kicking the shit out of the Packers? I, I would enjoy that. I would actually like to see that. And then the Colts with Carson Wentz. He looked good last night in that fucking hurricane monsoon that they were playing in. Niner fans, I need to know something for you. Here, I got Jeopardy music here. Here we go. Are you done with Jimmy Garoppolo? I, I know your backup, that the kid from North Dakota State, was, was not uh, playing last night. He was in street clothes. Are you guys done with Jimmy Garoppolo? Alicia says, no, he's a beautiful man. <laughs> v. Coop says, yes. Douglas says, after this year, Jimmy G is a, backwards, backward, a backup somewhere else. Warbird says, Jimmy got to go. Time for the future. Scott says, pretty much maybe in Tampa, LOL. Now, he had a former teammate, Marcellus Bennett, uh, or, or one of the Bennett brothers, uh, who was a tight end in 
New England come out and say it's hard to respect a guy who's a fucking pussy. That's what they said about Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, I'm getting done with Shanahan, too. Now, come on. Shanahan's a longhorn. Gotta love him. He led him to the Super Bowl. Come on. Come on. Shanahan ain't going nowhere right now. They, they, look, you'll have you, you're, you've got to. This is the good thing about the Niners this year, is that the Niners will have an excuse of injuries again. Your first round draft pick didn't play. You've had some injuries, not like last year, but still, you got some people, and and, and it's sad. It, it, it is very very sad. Now speaking of sad, the news story that has taken over, and yes, all my jokes on TikTok on Saturday were were directed at one person and one person only, and that was Alec Baldwin. By the way, today's jokes. Uh, let's see what what are today's jokes. Um, why did Alec Baldwin get his kid's DNA checked? Because he said he only shoots blanks. <laughs> Uh, why do they sell so many button-fly jeans in Tennessee? Because sheep can hear zippers a mile away. And my last one today, I like this joke because it makes me laugh. Did you know that Dwayne the Rock Johnson used to be addicted to heroin? Yeah, he almost died until he finally decided to lay the smack down. That shit's funny. I don't give a fuck who you are. That shit right there is funny. So there you go. Uh, if the Niners could stay healthy and Bosa is good, but he's overrated. Ah, Bo- yeah, Bosa just needs to control it. He, he, I think Bosa gets too worked up during games. He needs to do his job. doesn't need to do more than his job. He needs to do his job. So, yes, the story of the weekend was um, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin and the shooting that happened, it, it is very, very sad. He was on the, the set of a movie called Rust. And someone handed him a gun, said, cold weapon, which means it's full of blanks. And Alec Baldwin fired it. Now, I, I don't understand why there are live rounds on a movie set. And, why, and if there are live rounds on a movie set, why they're not locked up away from the blanks. But the director, uh, Joel Souza, he did release a statement this weekend. He said, I am gutted. But did you die? Yeah, see, you didn't die. You might be upset about it, but... But did you die? No. Mr. Chow knows. I am gutted by the loss and the fr- and of my friend and colleague, Helena. But did you die? See, you're still making statements. And and I saw somewhere where, like, her husband and son met with Alec Baldwin at Alec Baldwin's request. How does Alec Baldwin get to request anything? I mean, look, look, a guy who is so anti-gun and anti-Second Amendment, who's made a living making movies... And a lot of those movies, he plays someone who carries a, let's all say it together, a gun. And all of a sudden, he shoots this on a set, and it injures somebody and kills another human being. 
My favorite has been the memes. Because guns don't kill people, Alec Baldwin does. Alec Baldwin has killed more people than the January 6th rioters, by the way. And, and look, it's fair game. And this is the problem I had with Saturday Night Live. And with this fucking... Uh, th- there's a fag that works at CNN. It, Joe Trapper or Tapper. Whatever his name is. I don't know what his first name is. Joel. And how dare people, how dare people make jokes at this? Really? I mean, because all I have to do is throw the time machine in gear. How about this? Does this name ring a bell with anybody? Dick Cheney? Yeah, former vice president who shot a guy in the face, didn't kill him. Shot a guy in a fa- in the face. <laughs> Hold on a second. In the face! In the face! And that was fodder for years. But Alec Baldwin shoots somebody. And people want to call him out. And how dare people do this? This is not... I agree. I don't think it's a funny story that someone lost their lives. I think it's funny that Alec Baldwin did it. I find all the ridicule of Trump, after all his ridicule of Trump, he's killed more people than Trump. Amen. We're going to make a shot now. (laughs) Do we kill Alec since Kobe's gone? (laughs) That's funny. Um, They've held up production on this movie. I I don't think that, I, I honestly don't think that this movie is going to be made. I think they're going to shut this shit down. And here's the news. Like, we talked a little bit about it on uh, Friday. About how Alec Baldwin's not going to face charges. Well, uh, I need to uh, hit the brakes on that one right there. Alec Baldwin could be charged. Now, the reason why he could be charged, but, but let's remember, Alec Baldwin is a staunch liberal. The shooting happened in New Mexico, which is a staunch liberal state. I'm here to tell you right now, before I go into this whole thing, there is no way Alec Baldwin gets charged, but he could. It is really sad that someone lost their life, but people die every day, and at least we get the pleasure of the Alec Baldwin memes from his death. Oh, absolutely. Now, there is a law in New Mexico where this happened that says the producers can be held responsible for this death because somebody is going to be held responsible for this death. Alec Baldwin is a producer, and the reason why this law is in place, especially when there have been complaints of safety issues with this movie already. There have been two complaints about live ammunition on this set already. What kind of win do you not want in a shooting contest? A bald win. <laughs> I got 
take a picture of that. Hold on. That shit's good. Oh, man. I might have Baldwin jokes all week on TikTok. <laughs> uh, as they should be. Somebody died. Somebody. You're absolutely right, Kale. I, I'm not going to argue with you on that. There's no indication that Alec Baldwin knew that the prop gun was live. I, I, I can't think that he did. But New Mexico has provisions that allow involuntary manslaughter charges for the commission of, an unlaw- of a lawful act which might produce a death in an unlawful manner or without due caution and circumspection. If there was a pattern of neglect, which they're trying to incorporate with these other complaints, including prior discharges from these same prop weapons, which is exactly what the complaints were, the producers could be charged with involuntary manslaughter, which, by the way, is a fourth-degree felony in New Mexico with uh, penalties including up to 18 months in jail and up to $5,000 in fines. But once again, let me tell you, Alec Baldwin will not go to jail for one day. Alec, Alec, I would imagine that Alec Baldwin's attorney costs about $5,000 an hour. And it's probably really, really good. And Alec Baldwin will walk clean of this, but he'll have to know in his conscience that he murdered someone with a gun. Something he is deathly opposed to. Now, that was the big story of the weekend. Which, by the way, I think is ridiculous. (laughs) I've seen a couple videos on TikTok offering some evidence that this was a Clinton killing. Once again this weekend, Joe Rogan had to defend himself, and now he's not holding back anymore. Joe Rogan called Don Lemon a dumb motherfucker for doubling down on the horse dewormer narrative. I am so tired of people saying that ivermectin is only a horse dewormer. I know this is a new show. Today is what? Today is today's is uh, Monday, October 25th, 2021. Today's a new show. And I'm here to tell you yet again for the, I don't know, 15 millionth time that ivermectin, the creators of it, won the Nobel Prize for science, shared it, And it has been prescribed over 4 billion times to humans. Here is what um, Don Lemon said. I know it's in large part a tongue-in-cheek interview, you know, because it's Joe Rogan and there's lots of, you're jockeying back and forth. But... He, he did say something about ivermectin that I think wasn't actually correct about CNN and lying, okay? Ivermectin is a drug that is commonly used as a horse dewormer. So then I guess penicillin, which is also used in the animal world, is only for animals. Uh, I'll keep playing. So it is not a lie to say that the drug is used as a horse dewormer. I, I think that's important, and it is not 
approved for COVID. No, it's Correct? not. That's right. But doctors are. But 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 once again, doctors don't have to give what is prescribed for COVID to COVID patients. There there are plenty of drugs that will work on other things. I don't know what gamma-betin is. I, I know it was prescribed to me for my restless legs. And it is not a restless leg drug. So doctors can prescribe medication they think will work with someone, even though it's not the approved one by the FDA, even though the FDA has no approvals of what doctors can and can't do. There you go. Correct. It, it, it is not approved for COVID. And you're right. I mean, the FDA even put out a, a statement saying, you know, basically reminding people it was a strange sort of message from the FDA, but that said, you're not a horse, you're not a cow, stop taking this stuff, is essentially what they said, referring to ivermectin. Even though humans get, that was Sanjay Gupta, the doctor. The doctor who's trying to protect his job at CNN. That's all he's doing. Uh, Neurotrin. Used for restless leg, also nerve issues with diabetics. Yeah, there you go. What, what Joe's point that is... It's been approved for humans, in, but not necessarily for COVID, right? Yeah. That's correct. It's been, it's been used for... But when you say that he is taking a horse dewormer, he's not. He's taking the human form of ivermectin. Now, I found this over the weekend, and I thought this was really interesting. Let's keep talking about th- that's all I want to talk about with Joe Rogan and this whole CNN thing because it is truly, truly stupid. Because we have to talk about Anthony Fauci, who came out and said, I never lied or misled about research, which is a bold faced lie. He did lie in front of Congress saying that there was no gain of function research being done at the lab in Wuhan which was totally what was going on. But before we get to that, Joe Biden was on the phone this weekend about this. Yes, Mr. President. I am Cornholio. My bunghole, it goes... Mr. President. Mr. President, I can't make up what you're saying. <laughs> Sir, the president sounds strange. Something's yeah, going- yeah, something is going on there. He, he, does, he, he sounds very... Very strange. Now, uh, spinorontone is used mostly for blood pressure, but also has use for acne, too. Oh, Alicia, you could go on all day long about medications that are used for one thing, but will help with another. Sanjay behind the scenes with Don Lemon. Hey, Don, can you bail me out on this one before? He was shitting his pants, too. This was from last week, I believe. This is the uh, health inspector or the lady who's in charge of health in Illinois. And I want you to listen to this. And I hope, I only hope that you're half as pissed as I am. I just want to be clear in terms of the definition of people dying of COVID. So, the case definition is, is very simplistic. It means at the time of death, um, it was a COVID positive diagnosis. So that means that if you were in hospice and had already been given you know, a few weeks to live, and then you also were found to have 
COVID, that would be counted as a COVID death. It means that if, um, it technically, if even if you died of a clear alternate cause, but you had COVID at the same time, it's still listed as a COVID death. So, Okay, that's old news, Kale. I'm sorry. I just found it this weekend. So they've been hiding it so long. So now we have the lady who's in charge of the health care in all of Illinois, a blue state, who's come out and, and admits that if you're tested positive for COVID, you don't have to be symptomatic. You can be asymptomatic for it. If you come in and you die with gunshot wounds, let's say that you were shot, you put a shotgun in your mouth and you blew your head off, there's no reason to test for COVID except to get more money. But they test somebody. Can you imagine? Why would you test somebody who blew their head off for COVID to say that it was a COVID death? And that's what this lady is saying. Why they, I, I, Kale, I appreciate that that's old news. I don't know why no one else ran with that. By the way, there's another story about, oh, oh, how we should arrest Anthony Fauci. And I am going to take full credit for this one, motherfuckers, because I know I reported on this story a month ago. You ready? Dr. Anthony Fauci's NIH division funded insects eating dogs, beagles, alive. They would snap a dog's head in place in a box, and they would put in all these fucking, what would they put in there? Uh, insects, like flies and, and ants and shit. And they were flesh-eating ants and flesh-eating flies. And they would eat dogs alive. I told you this story about a month or two ago. And finally, finally, it sparked some bipartisan rage on Capitol Hill. Rut row, bipartisan. That means both Republicans and Democrats. I'm just telling you this right now. If Anthony Fauci ever is stupid enough to come to the state of Texas, I may be stupid enough to go to jail. Because I'm, I'm just telling you right now, this guy deserves such a fucking beating. Not only for what he's done to the people of this country with this whole fucking wear a mask, don't wear a mask. Well, wear a mask. Now you got to wear two masks thinks that kids should be shot up with this vaccine. But he had, and and by the way, by the way, they were beagle puppies. If you want to get more upset. I'm not a big fan of beagles to begin with, but as puppies, they're super cute. And he was having their heads eaten alive by insects. Uh, they were puppies, and they removed their voice boxes out, too. Oh, sand flies. Okay. 
I remember watching that shit like 15 months ago, but repeating what, what she said would qualify you as a conspiracy theorist. How crazy is that? Feed his ass to Texas fire ants. You know what? That's too good. Feed his ass to Mexican fire ants. Feed his ass to the starving people that are breaking through the fucking migrant wall. They put people on ventilators that didn't need to be on ventilators. I'm, I'm telling you right now, this guy is a mad scientist. That's all he is. We have a Democrat from Iowa, Tennessee, California. Another one, Ted Lou from California. He's a nut job. Illinois, Lucille Royball Allard from California, a Democrat from Alabama, and a Democrat from D.C. All are in this letter signed by Representative Mace about Anthony Fauci using live beagle puppies who had their voice boxes removed so they wouldn't bark or, or they wouldn't fucking chirp in pain while these sand flies were eating their faces. This guy makes me sick to my stomach. I'd like to know what that research is for. Is it to to cure cancer? Is it to stop AIDS? Or is this just for his sick amusement? You think he busted a nut watching this? Oh, my God. Investigations show that part of a $375,000 grant was sent to a lab in Tunisia to drug beagles and lock their heads in mess cages filled with hungry sandflies so the insects could eat them alive. How is this guy credible? How I, absolute Alicia, he is pure evil. It was for medication. What kind of medication? I'd like to know what kind of medication is going to get made for that. It better be to treat cancer, and it better be to cure cancer. If you're going to do something that evil, then I can sit down and maybe have a conversation. But I'm sorry. You're, you're eating a live dog's face. And you took out the vocal cords so you don't have to hear that dog writhing in pain, yelping. Mm-mm-mm. I saw a story of a nurse who was fucking pissed because her patient was fine. She left after her shift, and her coworkers put the patient on the ventilator and then died. I have a friend who helped design and install the oxygen lines and equip the stadium here in Detroit area. They literally hosted uh, 10 or 20 patients. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. It's all about getting people on subscription plan for pharmaceuticals. Yeah, well, Anthony Fauci, there's a special place in hell for him. And, you know, he's going to be going there with, I hate this story more than anything, and and I want to have fun with it and do the whole Florida thing. But I'm sorry, this story is disgusting. True, and, and for me to say something is disgusting. I make fun. Of it. Look, I make jokes with special need people because that's how I deal with it. But I tell you what, I'm their biggest champion. 
If they ever asked me to do something with Special Olympics, I would jump at the opportunity, not only for the jokes, but to actually help those people. Because these are, these are some of the kindest people you'll ever meet in the world. A Florida father is very, very upset at his daughter's elementary school. Um, Jeffrey Steele is the man's name. Her daughter, his daughter is Sophia. And she's a nonverbal Down syndrome kid. So she's, she's a kid struck down with Down syndrome. And she can go to school, but she doesn't talk. On October 7th, she stepped off the school bus with a mask, wet from saliva, tied to her head with a nylon string. Now, she didn't leave for school with a mask on because they don't have mask mandates there. Her teachers are supposed to inform parents of any changes made to their children's IEPs, Individual Education Plans. But the school never informed him or his wife that they were requiring her to wear a mask. And no one asked for the parents' consent. The worst part about this This was the same mask that was tied to her face for six weeks. She got off the bus because the educators, if you would like to call them that, I'll call them monsters because that's what they are, they forgot to take the mask off her. They tied a mask to a special needs girl's face. So she couldn't take it off. You upset yet? You upset? I, I, I'm beyond upset. The, those people that call themselves educators, they need to be put in jail. That's where they need to be. You tied a mask on to a special needs kid's face. And didn't tell the parents. And by the way, you didn't switch out or at least even clean the mask for six weeks. The mother says she was flabbergasted. The school had previously informed Sophia's parents she'd been removing her shoes at school. These people should be thrown in jail. According to the Hill, the Beagles were infected with disease-causing parasites to test an experimental drug, which they did not name. Oh, so now the dogs are infected with, with disease. Fantastic. Fauci helped fuel my blood phobia with his handling of the AIDS epidemic on Crowder. They were showing the Captain Planet cartoon when they addressed AIDS and how it was so contagious. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Yeah. Without consent, any change to the IEP is against state law. Well, and and that's why. Not only that, but you've got a number of charges. I I do believe this would be reckless endangerment uh, of a child. I mean, you, you made her wear the exact 
booger, snot, and spit-infected mouth, a mask for six weeks? And by the way, by the way, once again, no mask mandate in that school. Remember, it's Florida. You know, Ron DeSantis, just like here in Texas. Yeah, no mask mandate in the school. Have I upset you yet? Let let me try one more. Let's try one more at least before I start to open it up and say, okay, I can start to see some things coming back. Um, A rural Canadian pastor. Now, before I get to this story, I did a TikTok live yesterday. I might do another one today during the course of this show. Um, I did a TikTok live yesterday. And I was just on there, and, and, and because I am sick and tired. Uh, my youngest has an IEP for dyslexia. I would lose my fucking mind. Well, there you go. That school should lose its education credentials for violating the IEP. That, that school should lose a lot. But as I got on here, yeah, on the TikTok, I, I was watching videos, like I said. Marching to school with my three-day-old black eye, give a nice look to the bitch doesn't mind getting hit or fucking run. <laughs> um, but once again, people are equating getting the, the shot or the jab, if you will, to driving on the road. This needs to stop. This just needs to stop. Okay? You have the right to choose what goes in or out of your body. You have that right as an American, and pretty much as a human being. Now, you can choose to not wear a seatbelt in your car. And when the police pull you over, they can choose. Maybe some will just warn you, but they can choose to give you a ticket because you are violating a law. Okay, there's no law. First of all, there's no law in place saying you got to get the shot. And secondly, your right to choose what goes into your body is a personal right that you have. Driving is not a right in this country. Please stop. Please stop. Do do you know how fucking stupid you sound? Oh, you don't like mandates. Well, I guess you don't like the mandate that says you have to wear it. No, no, that's not a mandate. That's a law, fucktard. And once again, you do not have a right to drive in this country. I will wait all day when you can pull out the United States Constitution and you can show me in there where they talk about driving rights. I'll sit here quietly while you look for about two minutes and I'll go, you haven't found anything yet? Well, you won't because you're too fucking stupid. It upsets me to no end. To no end that this shit is happening. What you can find, though, in our Constitution is the freedom of religion. Now, I got on there yesterday, and then I started that, and then a lot of people were commenting on they love my jokes and things like that. And then some guy under the name of Ninja Fritters, that was his name, at Ninja Fritters, all one word started coming after me saying that all Republicans are horrible human beings. They're not 
they're, they're not decent. They all they their their bloodlust. And and I said, well, what's your research on this? And then he started to go after Donald Trump because I was making fun of Joe Biden. He said, well, your president did this and this. And I said, well, my president is Joe Biden. As much as I dislike it, Joe Biden, and I respect the office of president more than anything else. I don't like that Joe Biden is the active president right now in America, and he is my president. I'm an American. He didn't seem to understand how that worked. He kept saying, your president. I said, my president didn't do that. My president is Joe Biden. Wait a second, you said you voted for, I did vote for Donald Trump. You see, this is the argument you're going to have to have. And, and then I went back later and checked this guy, and he has like three followers and no videos. So he's just a troll. But these trolls are the people that are out there that are making it hard for everybody to actually live their lives. It really, really was a spirited conversation. And I got into like a video like chat with this other guy. And I made like $3. We did some game where people give us prizes and shit. I made like $3. So I was pretty happy about that. Republicans I have met seem to be more tolerant than liberals. Well, that's the weird thing. That's the weird thing. And even Bill Maher has come out to speak on this. And Bill Maher is a, a huge, huge liberal. Bill Maher has come out to defend Dave Chappelle. Then Dave, Dave, uh, or Bill Maher said something, and I thought this was funny. He came out in his little rant he does at the end that said, warning liberals about a civil war, a possible civil war, and said, do you really want a civil war with people on the right? And he looked in the camera, looked dead in the camera, and he says, you don't want that because you would lose. The right has more guns and subsequently knows how to use them much better. And I got to say that I've never agreed with Bill, Moore, Bill Maher more than I did during that, that brief encounter of me seeing this video. You don't want a civil war. I don't want a civil war. Civil War was one of the worst things that ever happened to this country. They asked me yesterday in these rants about slavery, and I said, I think slavery is uh, uh, one of the worst things that this country ever did. But here we go. We're trying to use today's standards and practices and judgments on the way things used to be. You can't do that. Y you, you just can't. It's like it's honestly like comparing ball players. Baseball, I'll stick with. Saying who's a better hitter, Mike Trout or Babe Ruth? Well, I'll look at Babe. I'll say Babe Ruth, due to the fact that he had a lifetime career hitting average of three fifty four, and when the Yankees played at the Polo Grounds in New York, dead center field was four hundred and forty feet away from home plate which is 40 feet closer today. Not to mention police and military are far more right. Oh, absolutely. Look, look, look. These idiots want a civil war. Bring it on. I, I told you last week how I set this up. You're going to put me in charge. Put me in charge. 
and I will name Nick Saban as a general for the fucking South. I'll go ahead and lead one era. I'll lead the Rockwall area. Me and Tommy will lead the Rockwall area. We're going to win. You better do it during the summertime, but you better not fight down here because all you're going to do is bitch about how hot and humid it is, and we're used to it. You do it during college football season, we'll cut your fucking heads off because you're interrupting college football. You don't, you don't realize what you're going to get. So please, please, if you're liberal or you know somebody liberal and they start talking about civil war, just shut them down. Just go, uh, you, you, you don't want that. You, you just don't want that. Please, please, please don't, don't bring that up. So I started to talk about this guy yesterday in this, and it, it got shut down because I had to deal with this moron. But a pastor out of Manitoba, Canada, was arrested and spent an extra night in jail after refusing a release condition that required him to stop preaching at his church. Now, in Canada, you do not have the freedom of religion. Once again, once everybody loves Canada. Everybody thinks Canada is so great. Hey, I don't know. I've never really spent any time there. I don't know how good or bad it is. I know they love their hockey. And I, re- I look, I respect them as a country. But this was something we as Americans, we need to we need to get that mirror and look at ourselves. Do we not remember 2020 and how we did not allow church services? We infringed on people's constitutional rights. Do we not remember the story of how a, a sheriff's department was ordered to dump roofing nails in a church parking lot because the church was going to do a drive-by mass to where people could get blessed on, on Easter. And the police department dropped nails all over the parking lot. Why? So people would get flat tires and stay away. I don't I think it was either North Carolina, I know the South, or Georgia that that happened. And we, the people, allowed it to happen. The number one thing we got to look at is us. We are the problem. Me, Arnie Roy states. We have allowed this to happen. And until we, me, Arnie Roy states, come out and say enough is enough, and I do this little show and I think that's my part, but I know I've got to do more. We, the people, should have been at that church sweeping up that parking lot to allow those people to exercise their First Amendment right. We didn't. We have other things that we have to take care of. We have families. We have have things that we want to do. And those things trump that because we sit there and go, well, it'll handle itself. The time has come. To stop fucking playing pass the buck. If I, 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 mark my words, if I ever hear of another church having nails dumped in the parking lot, you can better believe that I'm going to somehow organize something to get people out there with fucking push brooms and pans to get all those nails cleaned up. And I don't give a fuck what kind of church it is. You could be Swahili. 
look, man, you want to be a terrorist and you want to fucking worship in this country, you have that right. That's the thing. Look, man, everybody gets mad. Oh, my God, they're building one of these mosques. You have the right to. Now, is it bad taste to build a mosque in Times Square? I think so. Oh, I think that's terrible. I think that's the stupidest thing in the world. This is why I'm pushing back. The more you comply with their demands, the less you have. People are willing to comply for a little bit of comfort, promised comfort. and Oh, absolutely. Look, if you want more security, which is what people want, you lose freedoms. If you want more freedoms, you lose security. You have to figure out which one is more important than you. Public, uh, Douglas, I have the same experience, not to mention police and military. I read an article yesterday that said the Civil War won't happen until after the 2024 election. Trump gets reelected, and the left claims the, an illegitimate election and tries to remove Trump and starts the Civil War. Good luck. Good fucking luck. Now, you know what we're going to do? We're going we're gonna to do a TikTok live here. Uh, just bear with me here. Let me, let me get everything set up. Swiped open. I've got to be fucking stupid at this point. Okay, yeah, you are stupid, probably. Um, let's see. Uh, we'll go to this. We'll go live. And I, I don't think that... Do I get feedback if I do the, If I go live? Three, two, one. I don't know if they can hear me. Can they hear me? Can people hear me on here? Hello, TikTok. How's it going? How are you guys doing today? I'm doing great. Welcome to the Arnie State Show. Uh, I don't do these a lot because it interferes with my show, and we all know that I don't want anything to interfere with my show. So there you go. Elections are the only uh, legitimate when a Democrat wins. It seems that way now. Uh, but we are talking about the pandemic and the woke eating the woke. And this story, I thought, this is such a great story, and I love it more than anything because Dave Chappelle has come out and said he would love to talk to the workers at Netflix who have a problem with his comedy. Well, the activist, this is so awesome. Ashley Marie Preston, the activist behind the protest, has a series of tweets that she released that exposes her bigotry. That's right. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, I can't say that one. The Asian N-word in the subway got a fat ass. Wow. Asian hoes act like they won't get karate chopped if they motherfucking throat. What this hoe staring at? Mind y'all beeswax. That was one of her tweets. Now, I love it. I love that the rule is being implemented. The rule of... If you're going to go through my tweets and all my shit, then we get to go through yours. I think it's fantastic. Man, oh man. That is good shit right there. And another tweet appears to call someone a furry slipper wearing a, wearing ass fuck boy, as well as a dick rider, adding, I'd beat the dog shit out of you. And in real life, I'd smash your fucking head in I like a can of A&W root beer. Nobody likes A&W root beer, so why are you even using that? Oh, I think this is fantastic that these have come out. 
now next, I would like to see, I would like to see emails come out from, I don't know, Hillary Clinton. I, I, I mean, isn't it weird how, how they went through 650,000 emails of John Gruden and Hillary Clinton is still walking free. He loses his job, Hillary Clinton's still walking free. Uh, whose tweets? This is the same, this is the transgender person, Ashley Marie Preston, the one who's led the charge against Dave Chappelle. Oh, it, it's fantastic. It's so awesome. I, I mean, like, there's some stuff on here. Let, let's see if I can click on this and see what, what it says. Um, Asian hoes act like they get karate chopped in the motherfucking throat. What's this hoe staring at? Mind your beeswax, bitch. Got on the nine on this motherfucker. F word. Cocksuckers. Leave them shock like jelly and jam. Smuckers. Really? It's not racist. She's black, and that's just real talk that white people can't handle. Eye roll. Exactly. Oh, it's so fantastic. I think you need to buy another cap. Well, thank you. I do. Yes. Yes, I do. Do you support the Let's Go Brandon movement? You're goddamn right I do. I started the chant at a fucking Alabama concert the other night. Gender is truth. I don't know what you mean, but if you if you follow science, which, which that's the other thing. How can they say follow science? Follow the science. Follow the science. Except for those chromosomes. Don't follow that. No, 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 no. That whole XXY, that's not science. That's all hoopty doopty. I do support Dave Chappelle because he's a comedian. And comedians should be allowed to lampoon the world. There's no hate behind it. There, the, look, the, the idea that there's hate behind Dave Chappelle doing this is ridiculous and a tad bit on the retarded side. Uh, let's see. Uh, Deshaun Jackson got an anti-Semitic pass. His comments are a lot more recent than Gruden's and were much more offensive. But whatever, we all look the other way. Oh, you're right. So comedians can make jokes anymore. What a disgrace. It's beyond a disgrace. It's the end of America. If comedians can't make jokes anymore, and before I turned this on, I was talking about during the whole COVID thing, how churches were shut down. You're not allowed to worship anymore in this country? I thought that was the First Amendment. I thought that's why we left England. But I guess I'm wrong. I guess in here in America, you have to watch what you say, and you can only go to certain churches when it's allowed. Boy, oh boy, I don't know if that sounds tyrannical or not. Oh, yes, it does. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It totally is. Barry says, great show, buddy. Thank you. Thank you for all the TikTok people that are watching. Um, Let's see. What else we got? Oh, there's a story that was sent to me by uh, Alicia, and then I found more about this uh, young man. His name is Eli Steele. Eli Steele is a 17-year-old black young man who is anti-woke. Let's see. uh, Cadden Garland, too, says hi. Well, good morning. How are you? 
17-year-old student at Brooklyn Technical High School, if he would have received the same national attention had his skin been white, he did not hesitate. He said, of course not. He wrote an essay entitled, I'm 17 and I'm immunized from woke politics. Good for you. Because you see, what's happening with the woke now is this trans woman. Oh, wait, I lost connection. I got, I got, oh, hold on. I got to switch to, I, I am on that. I don't know why I did that. Am I back yet? I hope I'm back. Um, the woke is eating the woke. Once again, there is no such thing as being too woke or woke enough because they will go after you until they even cannibalize their own. That's the thing I just, I, I love reading and I love seeing this. That woke people are, uh, that's not good enough for us. Whether it be anything from politics to recycling to doing anything like that. And once again, we live in a country where, and, and by the way, uh, live access suspended for violating our community. Stand- oh, wow. Adult nudity and sexual activities? How, huh? Yeah, I'm going to submit an appeal. I had no nudity or sexual activity. They kicked me off the live. Bastards. What, because I was reading someone's tweet? That's weak, man. See, this is why TikTok is a weak fucking service. I was just kicked off. You guys just saw it. What did I do there that was adult nudity and sexual activities? Come on. Really? That's weak as shit. This is why I don't do anything on TikTok except the fucking jokes is because they're a bunch of fucking pussies too. Uh, This was his essay. Okay, if you want to read his essay, uh, Arise put it up. Someone reported that they got their feelers hurting in a bind. Yeah. How, How was that sexual? Because I was reading tweets from someone that's posted all over the internet? Wow. Uh, we wanted taxa- no taxation without representation. This was his essay. Someone reported you. Yeah. Uh, Alicia, we aren't represented in California. At least I don't feel representative. I don't feel that my vote matters with the lack of integrity. You're getting that a lot. You're getting that a lot. And they have a huge battle going right now in a big battleground state. And that battleground state is Virginia. Now, Former President Barack Obama was there campaigning for the sitting governor of Virginia. And they're trying everything they can to get Glenn Youngkin to besmirch his name, to do whatever they can about getting him out because this election is so close. Now, and and, oh boy, this is going to turn the tide. This story just came out yesterday. Um, The gubernatorial candidate, Glenn Youngkin, called for the resignations of the Loudoun County Superintendent Scott Ziegler and the school board in wake of a huge email that was released last week. Now, we all know the story, right? The story is, is that a father, who they want to be called a terrorist, 
showed up at a school board meeting to talk about how his daughter was allegedly, I, I just use that word to protect my ass, allegedly sexually assaulted in a girl's bathroom by someone who was not born a girl but was wearing a dress or a skirt. And by the way, this this person, they, they haven't confirmed it yet, allegedly sexually assaulted someone at another school. Well, here's the thing that happened last week. Um, the email showed that Superintendent Ziegler alerted the board that a male student allegedly assaulted a female student in a girl's bathroom about a month before Mr. Ziegler publicly declared he had no record of the bathroom assault. Wait a second. He said he had no record of that, yet there is an email showing that he responded to said email. So he lied? Wow, Glenn Youngkin said this is outrageous. He said the email simply confirms what we know, which is that we have an administration and a school board who have been covering this up. I mean, they tried to hide it from the parents, they've hidden it from the public, and they actually endangered students by moving this young man, who in fact was being prosecuted for a sexual assault in yet another school. B. Coop says, I live in Virginia, and the race baiting by the Dems is atrocious. Isn't it amazing? Isn't it really amazing that this kid stands accused of not one, but two separate situations in two different schools. And they're trying to hide this? They're allowing this monster? And look, man, I don't know if the kid's chemically imbalanced. I don't know what's wrong with the kid, but we need to get that kid some help or some jail time. You don't keep putting... Why would you keep putting this predator in the area where they're his his prey? Wow. Wow. That's all I can say is wow. I'm dumbfounded. I'm stupefied. I mean, I'm pissed that I was just kicked off of TikTok, but am I surprised? No, of course I'm not surprised. I'm surprised at what it was for. Uh, Appeal submitted. Your live stream contains adult nudity and sexual activity. Tap here to see the details. You are out of your fucking mind. Unbelievable. Now, they won't let me go live now for a while, probably, which that's fine. I don't like doing it anyway. TikTok's nothing but a bunch of fucking crybaby faggots, in my opinion. That's right, I said it. I was quoting. That's what I was, I was quoting a text message sent from somebody who's being canceled. Amazing. God, I love our country so much. 
Come on, Donald Trump, with your social media. Have a platform that encompasses Twitter, Facebook, and fucking TikTok all in the same. If anybody can do it, please let you be the man that does it. Unbelievable. All right, we're going to take a break here because I, I, I'm a tad bit on the upset side now, but I'm not going to let it get to me. Uh, 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can always hit me up on Mixler as well. And by the way, I have a special treat for you after the first song. Some in prison and others in bars. The rest he got working on old junk cars in the daytime. They look like tombstones in our yard, and I never seen him when he wasn't tired and mean. He sold used parts to make ends meet, covered with grease from his head to his feet, cussing the sweat and the Texas heat and mosquitoes. And the neighbors said we live like hicks, but they brung their cars for Paul to fix anyhow. 
He was veteran proud, tried and true. He'd fought till his heart was black and blue. Didn't know how he'd made it through the hard times. He'd bought our house on a GI Bill, but it wasn't worth all he had to kill to get it. He drank pearl in a can and Jack Daniels black. Chewed tobacco from a mail pouch sack. Had an old dog that was trained to attack sometimes. He'd get drunk and mean as a rattlesnake, and there wasn't too much that he would take from a stranger. There were 13 kids and a bunch of dogs, a house full of chickens and a yard full of hogs. I spent the summertime cutting up logs for the winter. Trying like the devil to find the Lord, working like a nigger from my room and board. Coal burning stove, no natural gas. If that ain't country, I'll kiss your ass. That ain't country, it'll hair lift the Pope. If that ain't country, it's a damn good joke. I've seen the grand old Opry, and I've met Johnny Cash. If that ain't country, I'll kiss your ass. sells eggs at a grocery store my oldest sister is a first-rate whore dad says she can't come home anymore he means it i just sits and keeps her silence sister she left cause dad got violent and he knows it mama she's old far beyond her time from chopping the back and i seen her crying when blood started flowing from her calloused hand and it hurt me She'd just keep working trying to help the old man to the end of the one row and back again like always. She's been through hell since Junior went to jail. When the lights go out, she ain't never failed to get down on her knees and pray because she loves him. Told all the neighbors he was off in the war fighting for freedom. He's good to the core and she's proud. Now our place was a graveyard for automobiles. At the end of the porch, there was four stacks of wheels and tires for sale for a dollar or two. Cash. There was 50 holes in the old tin roof. Me and my family was living proof. People who forgot about poor white trash. And if that ain't country, I'll kiss your ass. If that ain't country, it'll hardly be pulled.
Radio.com. Ready. Get set. Go. The State Show. Right now. Now. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Ah, Christopher gets it. He says, this is a good song. Now that I know to expect the N-word, I can appreciate the song for what it is. iTunes is a bunch of classless morons for removing it. Kids still read Huck Finn in school. What's the problem? If you look at the connotation of where he uses the N-word in the song, He's working hard like an N-word for his room and board, imposing they have to, they are hard-working people. I finally figured a way that I could get that back onto my iTunes because iTunes has taken it down. The song, If That Ain't Country by David Allen Coe. It's just a very, very good song. It's a good old country song. It's David Allen Coe. They took it down because of that word. Yet, do you know how many times that word is used in songs all over? I guess you only have to be black. Can, can Eminem use that? I don't, I, I, I'm not the world's biggest Eminem fan. I, li- I like him, don't get me wrong. But does he use that word ever in any of his rap songs? Just wonder. I don't know. And if he does, do they take that song down because he's a white guy saying that word? Yet DMX's My N-Words is still up there. Uh, That's why I like to download the MP3s and keep a backup of my music library. Yep, that's what I'm going to have to do from now on. Uh, Alicia says, no, he doesn't. Okay. And that was just a a question I had. I I don't want to say that he did because I don't know. Oh, by the way, by the way, we got to backtrack on something. Uh, Alicia says, Brady, I'm making sourdough right now. It made me think of you. You guys get the start. We have not got the starter. We're supposed to get the starter tomorrow. And 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 we just I just got a loaf of, of sourdough bread from like Tom Thumb. That sourdough bread is not that that's white bread they sent. So I, I can't say that shit is sourdough. So I'm looking forward to getting that starter. But um Randy Travis was at the Alabama show. Randy Travis, country singer, who who's had like three or four strokes, and he's in no shape to even come out on stage or anything. Well, they wheeled his ass next to the stage, and they had him do for or they were doing forever and ever, Amen, his big song, and they let him say the final Amen, and I got to tell you that that was not good. It, it was like the old thing, you know, Helen Keller went to town riding on a pony, stuck a feather in her hat and called it. When they handed him the microphone to do the final, amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah it didn't sound like that. No, no, I don't agree with you that there are, is no sourdough in Texas. I'm just saying the last batch we just bought at Tom Thumb because you're like a miser with the 19 loaves that you've bought at at Blue Dan's or Boudin's or Boudin or whatever the fuck that place is. Half of them are still in the damn freezer, and I don't want to eat all your bread. You, you brought an extra suitcase on our, our trip back to California, and I respect that. Though That's your bread, and you, you let me share it sometimes, and I don't want to eat it all. But that shit we got at Tom Thumb the other day was fucking terrible. That is not good. 
Oh yeah. Oh, Randy Travis is awful off. Like when they when they gave him the microphone to say amen, you know, it it, it was bad. I mean, I I didn't even hear amen. Uh, I told you that he could have one slice of bread a week. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, all right. Now back to it. But yeah, so I I've got David Allen Co. song on there, and I'm very happy about that. Sorry, there's a computer sound effect in the middle of it, but well, that's what you got to deal with. Uh, all right, I I mentioned this very briefly in our first segment of the show today. There is a massive. Let me say that again. Mass. Oh, let Let's say it the right way here. Um, we'll do this. A massive. That's that's it right there. Um. There is a massive and organized, that's the best part, migrant caravan on its way from southern Mexico to the U.S. Consisting of thousands of migrants who have already forced their way past federales in Mexico. Organizers tell Fox News that more than 2,000 migrants in the caravan setting off from Tapachulo, Mexico, some carrying American flags and signs with President Biden's name on there. Isn't that interesting? That they're coming. How many of them have been tested for the horrible and dreaded coronavirus? We're just going to let them through. I mentioned that yesterday in that TikTok video I was doing, and somebody goes, oh, this has been a problem for years. Illegal aliens? Yes, illegal aliens has been a problem for years. And yes, I still call them illegal aliens because I want to piss off Demi Lovato more than anything else I do on this show. But illegal aliens has been a problem, but not at the thousands at a time rate the way it is right now. You see, what these people were doing were waiting until this crooked election. Oh, whoopsie-daisy, I let that slip happen. Uh, until the election happened and Joe Biden was named president, and then they decided they knew that he was going to have an open-door policy. They aren't sending people back. The only people they sent back, by the way, you want to call somebody a racist? Let's do it. Joe Biden, you're a fucking racist. You want to know why? The only people he sent back so far are Haitians. Yes, Mr. President. I am Cornholio. My bunghole it goes. There he is. He's on, on the phone with George Soros. Mr. President, I can't make up what you're saying. <laughs> Sir, the president sounds strange. Something's going. I'll still never forget the drunk video of him telling Randy Cat Travis telling the cops his dick was bigger than the most. Uh, thanks, Soros. Yeah. Don't forget, he sent Cubans back, too. Well, it, it, that one that one's easy, but Cubans and Haitians. And then he said, oh, the, the Border Patrol was terrible. They were using whips. They weren't using whips. Even the White House press secretary said, yeah, they weren't using whips. And then the next day, Joe Biden came out and said, we're going to fire those people, making those, may, 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 making those poor Haitians, you know, have to get whipped. Even though there, there, there was no... No, his mentor was not straight. Strom Thurmond might have been there for him, but his mentor was somebody else, Robert Byrd, the actual leader of the Klan. I mean, this right here. And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand 
And to get hot, I got a lot of, I got hairy legs that turn, that, 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 that turn uh, um, blonde in the huh? sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. Huh? They look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about roaches. kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. So he admits to being a pedophile right there. And by the way, when he says roaches, that's what he calls black children. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I, I, look, I know, Greta. I know you're not upset about it. But he refers to black children as roaches. How dare you? I, I wish more people had that idea, Greta. I mean, God damn. But let's remember, let's remember, Donald Trump's a racist one. Joe Biden isn't racist at all. This country is doomed. It is doomed, not just because of African Americans, but because by 2040, this country is going to be minority white European. And yet, no one has told me why that's bad. If that is true, why is that bad, Joe? Are we doomed for that? Mixler's cutting out. Have you seen the cartoons of Joe Biden's rambling? I have. They, look, whenever Joe Biden starts to ramble, it is funny. I mean, that they, it, it is a form of elder abuse, but it's fucking a funny form of elder abuse because that guy is a bucket of shit. And once again, nothing will be done at our borders. Why? Because they're coming in the southernmost border. And, and by the way, let, let's, let's call Joe out on yet another lie that he told just last week, shall we? And by the way, when Republicans lie, I'm going to call them out too. I'm not afraid. See, this is the problem with our country. Um. Our country is so wrapped up in one side versus the, the other. And this is something I covered yesterday on TikTok, and nobody wants to hear me when I say this because they know it's true. Neither side is 100% correct. There are bad people on both sides of the aisle. Um, what's right for the country is... Somewhere in the middle. Some left ideas are good for this country. Some right ideas are good for this country. But the problem is is that these people that are in office now can't realize that they need to work together because that's how America was built. It was built on a series of checks and balances. And we, we, in the Ash family, you guys know this. Let, let, let. We all know that we aren't going to agree with everything that is said by people that we know. But when we don't agree with something they say, we don't want them locked up and have the keys thrown away. We can have a conversation. Maybe we'll never see eye to eye, and we can agree never to see eye to eye. But now you can't agree to that. You have to see it their way. Otherwise, you're a bad person. Christopher says, going back to the David Allen Coe song real quick, the reason the use of the N-word is not a problem is that song isn't because he's saying that N-words are hard workers, instead because the song is about hard life in the South. The phrase he uses is something the man in that song is about would actually say in uh, the time he's living. It's historically accurate 
to the time and place, just like Huckleberry Finn, it's true to what it is. Censoring is wrong. Yes, censoring is wrong. It's completely wrong. And that's what we do. We censor people. That's a great point. We censor people that we don't agree with anymore. Look what's happening to me on TikTok right now. We saw censorship at, 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 at work. Someone heard something they didn't like. They reported me to TikTok, and TikTok took me down because somebody said I said something bad. And all I was doing was quoting texts from someone who's trying to get Dave Chappelle canceled. That person who texted that stuff, it's far worse than what Dave Chappelle did because Dave Chappelle was saying that stuff to get a laugh. This person was expressing their actual feelings. You see the difference? And we have a leader who's in charge, a quote-unquote leader. Uh, That's the best way I can call what's happening right now. We have a leader in place in America who has no clue what's going on. None whatsoever. If you really do believe that Joe Biden is the one making these decisions and making policy, you need to wake up. I mean, if you and and that's the bad part. On the other side is everybody sat there and said, "Oh, George W. Bush isn't making any decisions. Dick Cheney is." I can see that because George W. Bush wasn't that smart of a guy. I liked him because he was former Rangers owner. He was Texas governor. I liked the man. Seems like a good guy. He's like a guy I don't want to hang out with. But you can't go, once again, you, you can't go against the narrative. You can't say that about Joe Biden. Joe Biden has served this country for over 50 years. And I'll look at him and go, what's he done? Anybody? Pass the, the most detrimental crime bill to black men in this country? referred to them as super predators, yet the orange man is the racist. By the way, if anybody hasn't noticed this yet, and by the judging of lack of uh, outrage, HBCUs, historically black colleges and universities, their endowment has gone down $40 billion. They're supposed to get $42 billion dollars. In endowment money. They're only going to be receiving $2 billion of that. Joe Biden's the racist, though. Remember that. Or, I'm sorry, Donald Trump's a racist. Joe Biden and his cabinet cut $40 billion that was supposed to go to HBCUs. And we got a story about HBCUs coming up yet again which somebody, I, I, look, I, I'm going to do it now. Let, let me do it now. Remember last week we talked about the shootings that happened at Grambling State University? Kind of ties in with the shooting that happened here in Texas recently where they said it was the kid was being bullied, and then it turns out he, he wasn't being bullied. Rut-row. Yeah, I know. That, that, that's a big rut-row. But nobody wants to bring up the words active shooter. And I'm, I'm confused. And then we had a story about uh, uh, something that happened. 
uh, well, it was Grambling first, and then the high school football shooting happened at a mostly black school. Now, in Peach County, Georgia, the Georgia Bureau of Investigation said a shooting happened at an off-campus party near Fort Valley University. Yet another historically black college and university. One person dead, seven people shot in a post-homecoming block party. Can someone not... Can, I, look, look is, is it... I, I, I honestly, I don't know what it is. And I'm asking for real help here. Why are these not being looked at as active shooting cases on college campuses? Is it because they're black? What does that have to do with anything? Historically, there haven't been a lot of black serial killers, but when a signature is in place, meaning they've killed someone the same way over and over again, they then are referred to as a serial killer. Why are these not going down as school shootings? I, I, I like I, I, are they trying to protect the presidency because they're going to say, well, Joe Biden hasn't had school shooting on his watch. That's not true. We had one here in Texas. We had one at Grambling. We had one at a high school football game. And now we have one at Fort Valley in, in, in Georgia. Doesn't sound like they've stopped anything. Or, or is this simply the fact that these shooters are not using the AR rifles? Because the kid here in, in Arlington used a handgun. He used a forty-five. Is this why we're not saying anything? By the way, uh, right before Sandy Hook happened, let, let's go back, remember? Remember Sandy Hook was a crazy kid, went to his mom's house. He killed his mother by shooting her in the face with an, uh, a semi-automatic weapon. Shooting her in the face. One more time, he shot her. In the face! In the face! No! Um, then he took the gun to the mother's school where she was a teacher, and he opened up fire. Semi-automatic. It was not an automatic weapon. And remember, they wanted to ban all AR-15s. The shooting happened in, in, in Florida a couple years later with a young man who's still on trial for that. Went into the Florida school and uh, shot that school up. Remember, the, the kids became outspoken heroes and leaders wanting to get rid of ban, ban those. Do you know what happened? And you can look this up. I remember it happening. Uh, the dateline was Kentucky. A young man went into school with a handgun and shot and killed. Uh, he shot three people. I think he killed two. They glossed over that because he used a handgun. So what is it? What, what, what's the thing that everybody's getting upset over? Because let me tell you this right now. 
If you want to say, oh, it's because he only killed two. Having any children killed on a school ground is atrocious and, and unsettling for me. I, I, I don't care if it's one and I don't care if it's 19. No matter what, a school should be a safe place. But they gloss over these stories of kids with handguns because the kid in Kentucky killed two or he killed either two or three people with his handgun. But there were no calls for banning handguns. We did it last week on the air. The number of deaths in this country, the number of deaths by handguns more than quadruples the number of deaths due to assault weapons or assault rifles which I think is a stupid term. Yeah, nobody says anything about handguns. Why is that? Is it not sexy? I, like, like I, I really don't know. I'm, I'm confused. Another school shooting happened this weekend at P- in Peach County, Georgia. But we're not following it as a school shooting. Is the media racist that they're not covering this because it's a black school like Grambling last week? Is it because the shooter only used a handgun? Because I tell you what, if you get shot in the head with a handgun, I imagine you die just as quick as if you get shot in the head with a quote-unquote assault rifle. Right, a kid says, you know, when you're having medical issues and they're asking you a ton of questions, date, name, etc. Do you think Joe Biden answers the questions of who's the president with Nancy? <laughs> I'm going to keep an eye on this story. Or stories like this. Because I don't, I, I, I don't know who, at, who's it, at, I mean, the shooters are obviously the ones at fault. That's the easiest answer I can give you there. But I want to know who's at fault for it not being in the narrative. Is it politically incorrect? Talk about black school shootings? I thought Black Lives Mattered. By the way, where is Black Lives Matter on this? Black Lives Matter hasn't set up a shop at Grambling or at this school, Fort Valley University. Not for this. They, I imagine they are set up there. At BLM has a headquarters at Grambling and this other historically black university. But why aren't they doing more? Oh, oh, that's right, because they don't give a shit about that. It's kind of like why BLM hasn't done anything in Chicago either. And by the way, mentioning Chicago, you think I did that randomly? No, the answer is no, of course not. I don't do anything random on this show. At least 23 people were shot between Friday and Sunday in Chicago. Nobody likes you. Hmm. You're a liar and a thief. There you go. Uh, Mayor Gollum, or Mayor Beetlejuice, whichever you prefer. You know, the same lady who told the police department they have to get vaccinated, and if they don't, they'll lose their jobs. 
23 more people were shot over the, in a two-and-a-half-day span. Then she went out and said, if you retire, you won't get your pension if you don't get your shot. Yet she was photographed at a WNBA game not wearing a mask. Isn't that odd? BLM, domestic terrorist organization, that should be dealt with accordingly. I agree. Alicia says, this is where the tinfoil hat comes out for me. I think it's a movement to dismantle the Second Amendment. They know you can be more effective with auto and semi-auto weapons versus handguns. It's because they consider these things to be a part of black culture. Well, wouldn't that be racist? I know plenty of black culture that doesn't. It's not in their culture to shoot people up. Alicia says it best. They want control. They've got it. If this Mayor Lori Lightfoot lady can actually get police to not get their pensions due to the fact that they're not getting the shot, how much power is that? That's pretty powerful. Uh, Radberg just emailed me or texted me. He says, active shooter assumes you are a white male wearing a MAGA hat. That's the way the shooter's fault. If it's a black shooter, then the gun is at fault and the shooter is innocent. And then Joe goes into his own rendition of let's go, Brandon. (laughs) I so want him. I I so want Joe Biden to accidentally do the let's go, Brandon thing. Whoever this Brandon character is, let's go. I will literally piss my pants if he does that. Christopher, uh, Christopher's getting on board. He says, Jesus, 23? It's like Chicago has a mass shooting incident every weekend. How many were shot at the Vegas concert? I believe it was 43 people were killed. Virginia Tech, I think it was eight people that were killed. A bunch of people were shot. Columbine, another big-ass number. But Chicago, nothing to see there. There's nothing to see there. We're going to fire the police who don't get inoculated. I think that's a better word, inoculated, than vaccinated. Inoculated sounds so much more juvenile. Because that's what this has become. It's become juvenile. If you don't get your immunizations, you can't get your pension. These aren't immunizations. This this is a fucking shot that you, you may or may not. I love how they came out and said, this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Even though vaccinated people were fucking getting the pandemic. Colin Powell, he got it and died. And that stupid fucking cunt, Whoopi Goldberg, came out and said it was probably an unvaccinated person that gave it to him. Shut up, bitch. Honestly, hey, Whoopi. Hey, Whoopi. So shut up, bitch. Uh, yep. You shut your face. If we want to hear you talk, I will shove my arm up your ass and work your mouth like a puppet. Whoopi Goldberg recently got into it with Condoleezza Rice. And I got to tell you, I like to argue if I have to. If I have to argue, I'm pretty good at it. 
There is nobody better at arguing than Condoleezza Rice. And I'll tell you why. She never gets worked up. Condoleezza Rice, by the way, she's a black woman who's a conservative. I know, she's in, would she be an Aunt Tom then? Whoopi Goldberg was losing her mind on The View, arguing with her. Condoleezza Rice sat there, cool as a cucumber, and eviscerated her until the point where Whoopi walked off the set. And it's Whoopi's show, so of course the directors and the producers are going to call an end to the segment, and they're going to ask Condoleezza Rice to leave. Unbelievable. And Rice says, I know a socialist living in Chicago who says we shouldn't believe the reporting on deaths and the problem is in the police. LOL, yeah. What are you talking about, Arnie? It's 2021 and we redefine words all day long. You're right. You're right, Douglas. You're right. She told me it's well accepted that deaths always go up when the weather is warm because people are out and about and doesn't have things to do but that the news is incorrect in the numbers. Really? The national numbers are, are uh, even the national numbers will represent that. But that, that's, uh, and, and by the way, it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me. It's, oh, that's just a lie. That's not really happening. Even though the mayor has come out and, and backed up those numbers. Okay. Have you seen the memes where people page call businesses and ask to look for their friend, Let's Go Brandon? <laughs> I have not seen that. That's pretty funny, though. Oh, Scott, that's funny as shit. Uh, have you heard the most recent Tool album? That's what they call it. Uh, I swear they're taking uh, talking about the virus and vaccine in their lyrics. Fear inoculation. Bless this immunity. Listen to it. Okay. Because, you know, if you're black and conservative, it goes hand in hand. Oh, very true. If you're black and conservative in this country, you are you you're all you I would say that I don't think you're hated. I think that that a lot of people and white people included, which is even funnier, they're more disappointed in you. They're disappointed like when you do something bad as a kid, your parents are disappointed. White people are still the ones feeling all the hate and the rage. Oh, bless your heart. Candace Owens and Condoleezza Rice. You just don't know any better. What about Colin Powell? Colin Powell was raised by immigrants in a terrible neighborhood in New York. He's conservative. He was conservative. That was another thing. The guy was arguing with me yesterday on TikTok. What? 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 You didn't hear what Donald Trump said about Colin Powell, which I did, and I didn't agree with him. I didn't agree with him eviscerating Colin Powell. I like Colin Powell. I wish Colin Powell would have let Norman Schwarzkopf deal with Iraq during the first Gulf scrimmage, but, and I call it that, it wasn't even a skirmish, it was a scrimmage. I mean, when the Iraqis are fucking folding up tents to CNN, CNN of all people, that's more of a scrimmage. And it wasn't the plan to go in Iraq. And Colin Powell was the one who said, this is not part of our plan. 
As much as I didn't like that and I thought we should have gone to Iraq, that was not part of the plan. He was right. I don't think you're crazy, Cowboys girl. I think it's funny. But once again, Chicago comes out, and their numbers are huge. And Arise, thank you. You have people that are trying to lie and say, oh, these, these numbers aren't true. Okay, then tell me what the true number is. is. Was it 22 people that were all killed instead of 23 or 22 shot instead of being 23? Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. <sighs> By the way, speaking of police departments, the, you're going to find this story to be amazing and awesome. The city of Austin, Texas, where my beloved University of Texas is, and it has turned into a hippie school, and now it's affected the football team, and they suck as well. The city itself is the Austin city proper. If you're in downtown Austin, you live in downtown, you're anywhere near the university, it's liberal as fuck, okay? You get on the outskirts, the Lake Travis areas, get around Bastrop, Lukenbach, not very, not, not quite so liberal. But the city of Austin itself is, and the mayor of Austin is super liberal, and the mayor of Austin has defunded their police. They've laid a bunch of police officers off in Austin. And this is the stories that are coming out. Now, these are true stories. Uh, Arise says, uh, I tried to push the issue, but she said she didn't have time to explain it to me other than it's systemic poverty. That's the issue behind the issue. And yes, Christopher, that's what she's trying to say. Yeah, that's a pastime in Chicago and they don't have anything else to do. Well, if that's not racist. There are, plenty of, there are plenty of good people that have come out of bad neighborhoods in Chicago as well. But get this. A business owner in Austin, Texas, says police told him to gather his own evidence at the scene of his burglarized store. Kirk Andrews, the owner of Petticoat Fair Lingerie in North Austin, said he called authorities after his shop was robbed, and they said he should put gloves on and search for bullet casings because police would not be able to assist due to the coronavirus. Really? Due to the coronavirus? Not from laying police off. By the way, how is that going to hold up in court? Let's say they find the culprits. Let's say the business owner put some gloves on and they've seen an episode of, or two of CSI and they pick up a bullet casing with a pen to where they don't get any fingers on it and they put it in a Ziploc bag and they give it to the police. Then the police, they, they, can, they look at the bullet and they find a partial fingerprint on there because the idiots that use fucking guns in crimes forget when they load their bullets, when they load their guns, Fingerprints go on to the casing. Stupid asses. 
and that's how they get caught. They might be wearing, they might just get rid of the gun and wipe it down, or they're wearing gloves, but those bullets, most of them have your fingerprints on it, dummies. There's a phrase they use in, in, in courthouse shows, and it is used in the world, the chain of custody. How are they going to be able to keep the chain of custody true if the business owner takes the thing that they allegedly found at the crime scene, gives it to an officer, and now that's what they use to investigate said Rob? Why is there a bullet casing and a smash and grab? Maybe they shot the windows out. I don't know. The business owner continues in the story. They got back on the phone with me and said nobody would be coming out and said it was due to COVID. Nobody can make it out if there's a shooting incident that happens? Really? Andrews says 911 told him to call 311 where he was told to put gloves on and search for bullet casings and other evidence to give police. You know, something he's not trained to do. By the way, it's taken almost two weeks to call the man back and actually file a report after his store was robbed. What we're going to need you to do is you're going to have to drive yourself to the hospital in case you're shot. And if you haven't got the coronavirus shot yet, they probably won't let you in. So we're going to need you. This this is like Lombard from fucking Office Space. Yeah, I'm going to need you to go ahead and dig into your leg and remove the shell casing yourself from said leg. In the state of Texas. This is when I tell people when they ask me, uh, what part of Texas should I go to? I hear Austin's really cool. And I tell them, look, I, I, I like the city of Austin. I hate the people, though. People are all a bunch of liberal fucking hippies. It really will test me in the future to even go to that city ever again, even for a Longhorns game. Because, first of all, I don't feel safe there. And secondly, I don't want to reward them with any money that I have that I'm paying in the city of Austin for anything. I'll wait until the Longhorns play against Oklahoma. Ratberger says, where in El Paso can we go? Mexico. Fuck, you wouldn't catch me. There's a bunch of places in Texas you wouldn't catch me. Laredo, El Paso. Down near Brownsville and Austin. Corpus Christi, fantastic. Because it's far enough away. Cities on the border of Louisiana, beautiful. I'd love to go to them. Houston, probably not, unless I'm staying in the nice part of town. San Antonio, I'll go there all the time. Fort Worth, yep. Even though it's an old, dirty city, I'll still go there. Lubbock, eh, I don't want to waste my time in Lubbock. 
There's nothing to do there except watch Texas Tech get beat. I'm happy right here in Rockwall. I, I, I am happy as a clam. Tomorrow I will be on jury duty, so remember, no show tomorrow. I'm on jury duty. Got my overalls back from the tailors. We got them bad boys all hemmed up, wearing those to court tomorrow. If you like dumpster fires, Houston is your place, yeah? Rice says, I have family in El Paso, and it was great to visit in the 90s, but no more. No, I, I don't blame you. They have real issues on the border towns. You know why? Because the federal government isn't doing anything to help. There's a story about uh, a guy who ran for sheriff of Laredo, I believe. And Nuevo Laredo was an awesome place to go. You could get all kinds of cool shit there. I remember I went there as a kid. And you cross over the Rio Grande if you want to go into Mexico. The guy was running for, for Nuevo Laredo was on the other side of the border, I believe. And Laredo was on the Texas side. And this is about 10, 12 years ago. Guy was running for, uh, for sheriff in Laredo, and he won. And he said his first order of business is to uh, police more around the border. Well, the cartels heard about that, and you know what happened? This is no joke. The night he was elected as sheriff, he was gunned down on his way home by the cartels. The brand new, newly ranked sheriff was killed on his way home after winning the election. They've turned this into the, this border crisis into a Texas problem when this is actually a national problem. Oh, I've got a way to solve it. Let me, let me just tell you, and you ain't going to like the way I solve this shit. By the way, have you guys noticed these new videos online about these who would win in a fight? And I saw 200,000. It was 200,000 uh, Spartans versus 1,000 trained combat Marines with machine guns. Guess who won? That's right. The machine guns won. So, you want to have a, a migrant fucking flood coming through the borders? Okay. I've walked across those bridges. So, this is what we're going to do. We're going to let you cross over that bridge. But on our side, we have not the National Guard. We have Marines set up with guns. And you want to try to push through that? Bring it on. That bridge will be shut down for the next two years because they got to scrape all the carcasses off there. It's awful. Uh, Arnie, you should walk in barefoot tomorrow. Straw hat. No, no barefoot. No, I'm not trying to get... Look, I ain't trying to get arrested for contempt cases. I want them to see me in the overalls and go, this guy's a fucking hick. We don't need him on the jury because I want to be back Wednesday for the show. Oh, I will post pictures. I got a button-down shirt that I'll be wearing underneath it. I, I do have a hat. I got a blue hat, a resist-all hat that I'll wear. Is the Woodlands near Austin left wing, too? No, the Woodlands are in uh, Houston. 
Is any part of West Texas, uh, with the exception of El Paso, okay? I understand the weather is better there. True. Uh, no, you get a lot more wind in West Texas. A lot more wind. It's windy as shit in West Texas. Uh, but, that yeah, look, West Texas is nice. It's a part of Texas still, but you still have the same issues. They're not nearly as liberal as they are in Austin. And the woodlands in Houston are, the woodlands are probably the nicer part of Houston. And Braddy Kid just said the right thing, though. Texas is closed right now. I just saw an independent outlet report that people can sign up for the migrant caravan with QR codes from Facebook. Uh, Doesn't surprise me. I propose Texas ships the immigrants to Washington, D.C. and make it a D.C. problem. Well, you know what? I I like that. I like that, Christopher. I think this is what we should do. We should ship them to all the liberal places that say it's not a problem. Ship them to the, uh, what, what do they call that? Uh, the, uh, the uh, oh, God damn it, something cities. Oh, God damn, why can't I think of this word right now? You guys got to help me. Uh, 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 sanctuary cities, that's it. These sanctuary cities, that's where we should send all these migrants to. Send them to San Francisco. Send them to L.A. Send them to New York City. Yes, absolutely. How about Seattle? Send them there. Because we don't want them. I'll just say right now, I don't want them in Rockwall. I thought I saw a homeless guy in Rockwall the other day. I was out of my mind. That's right. I'm so out of touch that it's weird for me to see a homeless guy in the town that I live in. They got to cross two big-ass bridges to get here. Yeah, Texas is open on the southern border. Yeah, you got that right. And it needs to be shut down quick. So now we got one of the bigger cities in Texas. Well, Austin's a big city, not one of the bigger cities. But they don't have a police force to deal with it. I love it. Now, here's something I don't know. And and, and honestly, I need y'all's help on this story. I remember saying this a couple weeks ago, and a couple people chimed in that there is no shortage. But they're trying to say that the U.S. needs more truck drivers. There's a shortage of truck drivers to assist the supply chain shortage. So I'm asking you, ass family, I've got the music ready to play. I'll wait to hear. Is there a shortage of truck drivers? And if not, why are they saying this? at ports, empty shelves at stores, and do we really not have anything to bring the... This... There's a shortage of vaccinated truck drivers. I personally don't know. I know there isn't a shortage of nurses, but they want to say that. 
Yes, there uh, are, and it's about to get worse with the vaccine mandates. California required truck drivers to buy new trucks, and that is causing issues, too. Well, first of all, having more truck drivers is not going to really help right now with the current problem of shit not being on shelves. Here's the problem. You want to know the problem? I'll tell you the problem. These these places that they're shipping to, to the New York area and things like that, they don't have enough workers there due to the vaccination mandates. So these things, they can't process. There's no room for more of these. And, and all it is are, are, are ships that are loaded with these tankers that go on the back of 18-wheelers, and they drive from there to wherever these, these goods need to go. It, it's not an issue of a lack of truck driver. It's an, it's an issue of these vaccination mandates and not having enough workers there. Not only the vaccination mandates, but the simple fact that the government is still paying people to stay at home. If the government's going to pay you to stay at home, why would you want to do backbreaking work like unloading the docks or being a docks worker? Look, I know the answer to this. The answer is because we're Americans and we work for what we have, but let, let's not pretend that we live in that America anymore. I would imagine truck drivers would be, if you take the mandates off them, including having to buy new trucks and new emissions. And I, I've got a story about emissions next that will just blow your mind. It, it, but as soon as we stop getting out of our own stupid way, you see, because once again, once again, this is all that fucking slack jaw mentality. Oh, we're going to force these truck drivers. Well, then truck drivers are not going to go to work. And by the way, since you're still handing out money, they aren't going to go back to work anytime soon. I would imagine if you allowed them to work without these stupid COVID restrictions and shit, truck drivers would be more than willing to, to work overtime. Truck drivers, we need truck drivers in this country, and they are some of the hardest working people in this country. Oh, my God, this is getting to be too crazy. Uh, my sister's husband just retired as a truck driver and sold his rig. He hated driving to California because of all their trucking restrictions. He'd try and stay away from any load going to California. Can't blame him. Oh, they, they still have the child thing where they're paying for your kids. Because, yes, some, un, some unemployment depends on what state you are. Some unemployment ended in September. Some states are playing it, though, now. People are still being paid to stay at home. The employment, look, look, if it weren't true that they weren't being paid to stay at home, then we, we would see a dramatic increase in employment numbers. Yet a week and a half ago when Joe delivered the new employment numbers, it was nothing more than one of these. <laughs> People are still being paid to stay at home. 
And I'm talking about regular jobs. I'm not talking about the Googles or the Amazons say, ah, oh, those people that work in our offices, they can work from home. You're a truck driver, you can't work from home. If you're a nurse, you really can't work from home. So how about all these, you see, this isn't like, I don't know. And by the way, I've said it on this show a million times. If you have a job, I respect you. There's no such thing as as what they, necessity workers. Everybody working is a needed worker. But let's say that you're a, a, a somebody who works, I don't know, at GameStop. Well, the people that go to GameStop need you, and I know that. But you're trying to equate those people to the people we have to have, which are truck drivers, which are dock workers, which are, are all these things in delivery world. And now, if you want to protect them and make sure that they don't get sick or anything— then don't bitch when you can't get anything at Christmas. Don't. I want the truck drivers of America to be working. I want the dock workers in America to be working. Because you see, when they work and everybody's working, it's funny how America starts to work and starts to get better. Just wait for drones to drive the trucks so they can work from home. They're having major issues. Remember, I, I mean, does, does, does Amazon still deliver with drones every once in a while? Because we found a way around that. You just drop something off at the porch, and porch pirate's going to come and steal it from you. You got a bunch of Amazon boxes on your stoop? Yeah, you better get ready to get robbed. I remember when Amazon was saying, well, we could get a key to your house and leave that shit in there. Fuck you, a key to my house. I find it utterly amazing that they allow this kind of shit to happen in this country. But hey, it's 2021. Be happy with what you have. Unless you're a Democrat, because you can definitely get more. Now, this story just makes me laugh. One of the world's largest oil producers, Saudi Arabia, has announced that they want to reach net zero greenhouse gas emissions by 2060. Huh? That's the only thing that you produce, Saudi Arabia, besides terrorists, is oil. How are you planning on getting to net zero greenhouse gas emissions? Uh, I'm talking about the truck being remote controlled because it's going to happen in the next 10 years. Okay, we'll see. I don't know about truck driver shortage, but at my district, we're down 40% of our bus drivers. Those of us left are having to pick up the slack all school year and have been riding us hard and getting old fast. They have job openings posted, but no takers yet. Nobody wants to come and drive. It sucks. Well, see, here's the problem. Because once again, I've, I've said this a number of times. 
until. See, and, and here's the thing. Employers are waiting until now, or I don't know how long this short has been there. Employees, there's a sign from McDonald's somewhere that's like $22 an hour. Went to, uh, went to last Thursday, I meant to mention this. So two weeks ago, we went to Whataburger, and they had like 15 people working on the inside. We went to a different Whataburger that was only about, I would say, like eight miles away. Went there for dinner Thursday night, and guess what? Their dining room was closed because they didn't have enough employees there. Huh? So one, you've got enough, you got plenty. You could have sent them over to that one so you can open your dining room. But they're not doing that because that's that's using your brain. Um but there's these lack of jobs because people are staying home because they're gonna make money staying at home. And that's why these companies came out and are offering large, large numbers. And once the government cuts those numbers off, you're going to see a lot of people applying. And you're going to see a lot of these jobs, that that McDonald's job that I was talking about that's $21 an hour, that's going back down to like 10 bucks an hour. Because they know people will want to work. And you're going to be able to hire the best person you can and then pay them the $10 an hour instead of $21 an hour. It will happen. See, this is the funny thing about economics and about supply and demand and all this kind of shit. If demand is high, usually supply is low. So if there's a big demand for something, that means you can charge more for it. If there's no demand for something, you ain't going to be able to charge more for it because nobody fucking wants it. I've also heard a number of times these uh, that even through companies are hiring, there's a freeze on hiring because of all the PPP loans. If you have an active job opening but can't find qualified employees, then it helps to forgive those loans instead of needing to pay them back. Girl in Nevada says, wait, or ghost, I'm sorry, says, wait, you mean they don't want us to have a numeric code to our house and numeric codes of everything to track us and infiltrate anything we were saying? Well, that's going a little, look, I I do have, I I, I meant to cover this early. I have a new conspiracy theory, and, and I'll share it with you here in a second. But the idea that Saudi Arabia is going to have zero net zero greenhouse effects uh, just makes me laugh. Are you not going to be producing oil anymore? Wait, did you find a way to get sand to run cars? Uh, my boyfriend's been working for a few auto techs and mechanics for months now at the shop he manages. I was trying to uh, figure out how these people were still gunning unemployment to stay home. This is crazy. Yeah. It's insanity. Okay, here's my conspiracy theory. And like I said, I meant to go over this earlier, and you'll know exactly what I mean. Do you think that there's any way that this shooting that happened on the movie set with Alec Baldwin was set up to have Alec Baldwin shoot and kill somebody with a gun in an effort to get rid of guns? 
meaning Alec Baldwin got to kill somebody. He's going to get to kill somebody and get off scot-free for it. Because, of course, it's the gun's fault. Oh, I know, believe, I don't, don't come at me here. I know it's not the gun's fault. I know that. But I will tell you this, I wouldn't put it past the Democrats to do something like that. I wouldn't put it past Republicans to do something like that as well, even though we all know that he's not on the Republican side. But Republicans don't want to ban guns. This would be a quick and easy way to ban guns. You're going to get people behind it. You're going to you're going to you're going to drag out this gal's ex-husband and or not ex-husband, but widowed husband and her son. People are going to be like, why do we need guns? Why do we need guns to protect us from a tyrannical fucking government? That's why. Now, last story of this segment, because I got to go. I, I, I got to drop some kids off at the pool. OK, good. I got plenty of time to. Um. I don't understand this. The White House has delayed the release of JFK assassination files once again for another year. And uh, the president has come out and said, Corn Pop was a bad dude. No, no, he didn't say that. No, Mr. Biden, you, you didn't say that. He, he said the delay was necessary to protect against... Uh, identifiable harm to the military defense, intelligence operations, law enforcement, or the conduct of foreign relations. Did you hear the dead lady's husband is representing the guy uh, charged by Durham and possibly flipping on the Clintons? That can't be true. Oh, God. Wow, how great would all that be? I I don't think they're trying to scrub it. This is what I think because uh, because I have a problem with this. The story is sixty years old. Who are we protecting militarily? Or an intelligence operation. Who, who are we protecting? They haven't changed up their ways since the 60s. I kind of think they probably have. I don't really want and or need anything out there on the JFK because I grew up in Dallas. And if you grew up in, in the Dallas area, Dallas-Fort Worth area, you hate the Kennedy thing. You hate it on a number of reasons because all your relatives when you were a kid wanted to go see the book depository. They want to see the X on the ground where part of his brain landed, I guess. There was a post online about how she was going to do a child sex ring documentary too. Very conspiratorial. But if it is true, if it is true, it can go along with the, the fucking thing about the lead singer of Linkin Park. How he's what John Panetta's son, he looks just like him, or Chris Cornell, who are going to break up a child predator ring. Very interesting. So I had stuff, and the dead woman was friends with Anthony Bourdain's daughter, too. And Anthony Bourdain 
came out and said he had been on the bad side of Hillary and it wasn't fun. It's all going to be interesting. We'll, we'll see more. Maybe or maybe not. Or is this story something that leads into it? How the government hides shit from us. Look, if you're like me and you think that Lady Bird Johnson had something to do with it, okay. You think that it was the, the crooked mafia because JFK didn't, you know, uh, scratch their back when they got him elected, okay. I, I, I've, I've stopped caring about JFK, and I, I will say this, as well as they block this, this is the murder of one human being. The deaths of over 600,000 people in America or 700,000 people in America due to COVID, we will never know the truth behind that either. Unless we're to actually get a leader who isn't afraid to get dirty, who will be a leader of this country, not a follower, and tell us what the true stories are. We'll never, ever get it. All right, 775-357-FANS, arnieradio1 at gmail.com, always available on Mixler. Happy Monday, everybody. There's something wrong with the world today. I don't know what it is. Something's wrong with our eyes. Things in a different way God knows it ain't his It sure ain't no surprise yeah, We're living on the Yeah.
shout out to our sponsor this evening, Summer's Eve Feminine Hygiene Products. When something's gone wrong and it's the smell of your thong. <laughs> Summer's Eve. Douche. FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Chris Cornell did not commit suicide. Uh, Look, I I don't think Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington both committed suicide within days of each other. Chester, because he missed his friend. Uh Uh-huh. Look, there's a lot to look into there that we'll never know. I agree. Douglas says, yeah, I'm not buying that either. Look, these are all things that need to be looked into. We can all have our assertions and our ideas about it. I don't I, I don't know how troubled they were. I'm not saying it's true, and I'm not saying it's not true. It's one of those things we got to look into. Just like this, Sassy Pammy just sent me something. Candace Owens read through some of Fauci's experiments. One they found alarming was the use of an acid to destroy a region of a monkey's brain to magnify terror. They then simulated images of spiders and tormented them with fear. Human DNA is 97% identical to apes. Why fund that research? Here's the other thing. Why does Anthony Fauci hate animals so much? My God. He's fucking killing monkeys, he's killing beagles, he's doing all this stuff in the name of science. Did daddy not let you have a puppy growing up, Dr. Anthony Fauci? Or were you bit by a puppy and you have other issues that you need to get through? What the fuck? Now look, we've got a lot of serious stuff on the show today, like we do a lot. We got to end the show today with some fun stuff, or at least funnier stuff. This first story I found this weekend, and I just laughed about it because there's a report going around that anyone who fights either of the Paul brothers, like Ty Woodley the other day or last month, the Paul brothers who are worth a lot of money due to the internet. To me, they're nothing more than internet just trolls that have made a lot of money. And they, they're, they're your typical trolls. They think they're tough guys, but they're really not. So they've entered this, this boxing realm. There is a story going around, and it has a lot of tread to it. I'm not going to say it is true yet until I do some more research. But the story is, is that guys like Ty Woodley, maybe even Floyd Mayweather, I don't know if he did or not, this is why I have to look into it, have to sign contracts before the fight that say they will not, they will not knock out the Paul brothers. There's a story going around saying they have to sign these contracts. And a lot of these guys who are fighting the Paul brothers 
are getting the biggest paydays of their lives because the UFC notoriously doesn't pay their athletes that well. People like Conor McGregor, they get paid really well, and they get a lot of endorsement opportunities. Guys like Ty Woodley, the wrestler guy who fought, they don't get those same big-ass paydays. And this fight with the Pauls is a way for them to get a giant payday, which they deserve. And it's a way to make the Pauls look like they're tough guys, which they aren't. News came this weekend that Jake or Logan Paul, the bigger of the two, has signed a fight to fight in February against none other than Iron Mike Tyson. Do I think that Mike Tyson will sign a contract that says he will not be able to knock this guy out? Mike Tyson beat the hell out of Roy Jones Jr. The literal hell out of him. He didn't really punch him in the face that much. That's why Roy wasn't fucking carted out of there. Do you really think that one of the Paul brothers has a chance against Iron Mike Tyson? Somebody asked Mike Tyson about this on one of his podcasts. He said, quote, I'll fuck that white boy up. That was his little quote. Douglas says, I hope Tyson fucks him up. Mike Tyson said, I would fuck that white boy up. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, dear. If there is a God in heaven, please, please allow that to happen. I'm trying to find the video right now. No, that ain't it. That ain't it. It's Mike Tyson just sitting around. That ain't it. Damn it to hell. It's just Mike sitting around. He's like Mike, and Mike's sitting around on a couch. He doesn't have headphones on. He's doing some kind of podcast or whatever. Mike Tyson just said he would take on Logan or Jake Paul in a boxing match. Would either of the Pauls even stand the chance? Figure seeing all these Jake Paul fights. That's the money fight. Who's gonna fight to make the money? Who's gonna get thirty-five million people watching them? Would you fight with him? Yeah, hell yeah. That'd be crazy. I want to see that. Would Mike Tyson throw that fight for $100 million? I bet you would. But we all know what would really happen. Mike Tyson got in the ring with with fucking Logan Paul. He would beat the ever-loving shit out of him. And then possibly rape him. See, the thing is, is that real boxers, current boxers like Canelo Alvarez... They aren't going to fight these guys, and these guys won't fight them because Canelo Alvarez will not take a dive for anybody. I don't want to say that Mike Tyson will, 
Mike Tyson's an old man now. He's making a lot of money on his marijuana and all this kind of stuff. But for $100 million, he would take a dive. I bet he would. You think Mike Tyson cares about his legacy? Mike Tyson doesn't believe his legacy. Mike Tyson is so fucked up in the head that he won't even let himself believe he's one of the greatest heavyweight fighters of all time. Mike Tyson versus, look, I would get the fight, and if Mike Tyson didn't knock him out, I would know it was fixed. Because let, let, let's take a look at this. When Floyd took on, what, Logan? Floyd knocked Logan out, and he carried him around. Ty Woodley actually did knock out Jake Paul. If you watch the fight, there's a scene where he holds him up as well. I mean, any boxing fan would just see this fight and just go, Come on, man. That we, we know that shit ain't true. But let's hope it does happen. And let's hope that, that Mike is the old Mike and just whoops his monkey ass and just beats the shit out of fucking Logan Paul's monkey ass. I, I hope he beats him up for five rounds before he knocks him out. That's what I hope. Will it happen? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Somebody else who needs to shut their damn mouth. Jamie Lynn Spears. Jamie Lynn Spears is going around that her mama and her daddy made her get an abortion at 16. Oh, by the way, that's in an upcoming book that she's releasing. Now, Jamie Lynn's trying to sell a book now. Now, look, she was a Disney star. She's Britney's little sister. You remember how they tried to keep Britney as pure as the driven snow for so long? Britney said she was a virgin. Do I think that Jamie Lynn Spears ever got pregnant at 16? Well, she's from Louisiana. It could happen. No, I, I look, I, I, I think this is this is her way of jumping on the Britney media storm that's going on right now. And she wants to sell books. I, 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 I can't. This is the thing that pisses me off is I, I can't see stories like this and go, oh, wow, we should have a discussion about this. There's nothing to have a discussion about. Brett Berger says abortion at 16. Wow, she's a late bloomer in the Spears clan. Isn't number five by 16 the norm? Well, come on. We were all to believe that Brittany was a virgin until she got married. Even though we know that Justin Timberlake was knocking the bottom out of that when they wore their weird Canadian tuxedos to the MTV Awards. You don't know what a Canadian tuxedo is? Denim jacket, denim jeans, and she had a denim dress on. I don't think that this, look, if, if she did get pregnant and she had to do that, I, I feel bad. But come on. And the book is Things I Should Have Said. Your sister's already said she doesn't want you in her life. This is Mia Culpa you're having right now, Jamie Lynn. Just stop. Nobody liked you. 
We liked Britney. Look, we, we know that your daddy, this, she's like Ashley Simpson. Nobody gives a shit about Ashley Simpson, A, because Ashley Simpson was ugly compared to Jessica. I remember Ashley got busted lip-syncing on Saturday Night Live and then blamed her band. Awful. These are awful stories. These are nothing but crap stories that I found over the weekend that I had to share with you. Next one, the University of Spoiled Children, also known as USC, or you can't spell the word suck without USC. Fraternity president is suspended after five women said their drinks were spiked at a party and another alleged she was sexually assaulted. At a fraternity party? What? What? Fraternity guys are spiking drinks and, and, and having sexual assaults? The next thing we're going to hear is that young gentlemen overdrink at these fraternity parties. I know, it's crazy, isn't it? Now, now look, I am never ever going to blame a victim. It's going to sound like I'm blaming the victim. But let me just say, this happened at USC's Sigma Nu fraternity. You know where I stand on fraternities. I don't believe in them. I never had to pay for friends. And the odd thing for me was I knew a lot of guys in high school that then became in, or went to fraternities. And I was like, wait a second. These guys didn't need to go to fraternities. They had friends. They, they knew how to make friends. At least I thought they did, but obviously they didn't. And a lot of people will say, well, this is for business context later in life. All right, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Um, But most of these fraternities are a bunch of dorks anyway. You know, the rich preppy kids who who end up going to SC and they join a a cool guy frat. What do you think is going to happen at the cool guy frat? They're going to get you super hammered there. You know, if, if you're one of the accepted ones at this frat, you could have been a total dweeb in high school that pooped your pants one day in band camp. And all of a sudden, now you're wearing visors and you're popping your fucking polo collars because you're a part of the Sigma Nu fraternity. You're still afraid of girls. And you're still a worthless loser. This isn't like the fucking Alpha Betas. Adams College in Revenge of the Nerds where they're all athletes and they're all fucking, you know, super males, alpha males. These Fraternities are full of guys who are not alpha males. There might be one in the house and he runs the house and he tries to develop the other dorks in the house into it. Look at that movie uh, with a dude from High School Musical and Seth Rogen, the Neighbors movie. You look at most of the guys in that frat, they were all fucking dweebs and dorks. And then there's Zach Efron. I'd love to go to a frat house and fucking throw some fucking knuckles in there. I, I, I'll just tell you this right now. I walk into the USC Sigma New House and whoop everybody's ass there. 
The national fraternity said Friday it's no longer a member. Five women said their drinks were spiked at the party at the frat last month because that's how frat guys get laid. They don't have any game. Worthless asses. And once again, once again, I'm not going to shame the victims. At all. But when you go to a fraternity party, you got these guys who claim that they're brothers. And and if you're one guy, you're, you're probably going to get jumped by like six or seven. Six or seven guys on one, that's going to be a tough fight. Let me just tell you, if you're tough enough, you can get through. Because these are six or seven dorks. Now, if it's six guys on one chick, then this is what's going to happen. And I like that people have gone to the Sigma New House there at USC, and they've adorned the entire building with signs that say, Predators, leave us now, get out. Somebody put, abolish Greek life, smash the patriarchy. I, I'm happy with that. That's good, good. Get rid of fucking frats. Learn how to make your own friends without paying for them. Tired of fraternities. And my nephew was in a fraternity, and and fraternity was the best thing that ever happened to him. It got him to come out of his shell. He's still a dork. My nephew couldn't punch his way out of a paper bag. My dad and I used to joke about that. He's a great kid, awesome kid. If anybody ever fucked with him, all he'd have to do is call me. Oh, man. A California man is suing uh, a Los Angeles psychic. He's suing for fraud because the psychic allegedly claimed that she could remove a witch's curse put on him by his ex-girlfriend for (laughs) $5,100. Why do these people have so much money? Last month, Mauro Recepero found Psychic Sophia Adams' website that billed her as a Ph.D. life coach and a psychic love coach. This made the plaintiff more confident that he was speaking with a professional that could help him. Adams gave Recepero a tarot reading when he visited her office and told him he had Mala suerte, or bad luck, put there by his ex-girlfriend when she hired a curse-casting witch. I really wish I was making this up. The man then paid Adams, the psychic, a $1,000 deposit, but she didn't help in any way, he said. Says he suffered anxiety and sleepless nights and is also suing for intentional and negligent infliction of emotional distress, along with negligent and civil conspiracy, and he's asking for $25,000 in damages. Can't, can't, can't. Why is it that we don't see psychics winning lotteries? 
Oh, they don't use their powers for that. Oh, but they're still going to charge you to do the job. Okay. How about if I pay the psychic to see the lottery numbers for me? Can you do that? Oh, you knew I was walking in here today, didn't you? I want to walk into a psychic and said, what time did you think I was going to be here? Because if you're psychic, you know I'm coming in, right? Now, let me, let, what, ta, 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 ta. before everybody starts cursing me, everybody starts yelling at me, in case you use a psychic, if that's what makes you feel better, and is able to make you sleep at night, that you go to a psychic and they tell you your quote-unquote future or they tell you what's wrong with you, more power to you. If that's the way you want to spend your hard-earned money, I've got no problem with it. But let me just tell you, in your heart of hearts, you have to know. Right, the ass family, right? Does does anybody here on the ass family? I gotta ask this: either use a psychic or believe that psychics are real. says nope. Nobody else is. Uh, I, I guess everybody else knew I was going to ask that question, so they're not going to answer, or at least their psychics told them. Look, you you want to use a psychic? You go right ahead. I I I I don't care what you do with your money. And and look, I'll even listen to you when you say, you know, I saw my psychic today, and they said this, that, and the other about me. And the reason why I'm listening to you is because I want to talk badly behind your back later. I, I'm being honest with you. I'm not lying to you. I think there are uh, some that are, but not to the level that people put themselves out there to be. Most are charlatans, okay? Christopher says, I believe psychics are real, fake. <laughs> I love it. I love when people go, you know, I was talking to my psychic the other day. and 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 I have to watch myself because... From what I understand, I do large eye rolls when I don't believe something. So hopefully I'm wearing sunglasses at the time. I, I saw my, uh, my, my, my psychic the other day. Oh, yeah? What'd they tell you? Well, they told us we'd be having this conversation. No, you and I planning this meeting told you we were going to have a conversation, fucktard. Your psychic had nothing to do with that. I love it, though. By the way, we got to go across the pond now in Great Britain. Blimey's. Blimey's. Oh, no. Cases of Donovanosis. Donovanosis. Which haven't been, they've been gone for a while. What this is, are you ready? Are you ready? Donovanosis is a rare flesh-eating STD. Oh, dear God.
It causes beefy red ulcers and is spreading like wildfire across the UK. These thick sores. Oh, that's such a bad word. Sores. You know what? That's it. That's what we're going to do this week. No show tomorrow. We're going to do a Mount Rushmore of words we hate. You know how most women hate the word moist? I do not like the word sores. I like that. A Mount Rushmore of the worst words. Moist, sores. Oh, there's plenty of them. I like that. Uh, They have been growing in the region since 2016. (laughs) Don't tell Fauci about this stuff. He might break for the nearest puppy. Uh, It's been growing since 2016. Figures suggest that Donovanitis, which previously thought to be restricted to places including India and Brazil, is becoming more common. Health officials reported 30 cases in the UK. It's generally transmitted through unprotected sex, but in rare cases can be spread through non-sexual skin, on-skin contact, and to newborn babies through their moms. Bulging red bumps, damaged skin, and the loss of genital tissue color. That's never good. Fauci is much worse than moist. Oh, there's another word I've got for you. Here's one. Discharge. Scott, you nailed it. Discharge. Oh, I love this. This is going to be fun. This is going to be a fun one. Fauci, okay. We can put that one on there. Long-term, uh, long-term uh, antibiotics is needed to cure this STD. Oh man. Oh yeah. Uh, there is uh, discharge. I hate that word. I hate discharge. Discharge and sores are the two words for me that just kind of hook me out. I don't care about moist. Moist isn't that one that does it for me, but those two do. I need to take a huge steaming Fauci. Jesus, I just took a Fauci. Man, it was a three-flusher. That thing was huge. That was one of those that when, when you do it, all of a sudden the water in the toilet starts to boil because it's so hot. Yeah. Final story of the day. Man, once again in England, nothing good happens to people in Great Britain. A dude was sitting in his backyard in Windsor. Went out of nowhere. Sewage fell from the sky. According to uh, local police, his whole garden... Garden umbrellas and the man were covered in poop. Oh, that's never good when you're covered in poop. You're just sitting there and all of a sudden. Oh, I'm covered. 
Oh, boy, there it is. Policeman said that the frozen sewage falling from the sky isn't heard of, but this unfortunate ordeal is much more rare. <laughs> the incident in which a plane discharged, there's discharge again, discharged sewage took place in July. Oh, his whole garden was splattered in an unvery pleasant way. Davey said that there are several incidents every year which frozen sewage is dropped along flight routes. The, the counselor, Davis, said that the raw sewage landing in someone's yard is much more rare. Another person suggested that the summer's warmer weather may have contributed to it. Man, you just know, yeah, exact Douglas, that is a shitty day. There it is. Hold on a second. Let me let me give that to you. Uh <laughs> That's a day when you know you shouldn't play the lottery. That's a day that you know you shouldn't probably drive on really risky streets. Is that you're just sitting in your backyard in your garden, I don't know, having a tea. Maybe eating a crumpet, maybe reading the Daily Mail, and all of a sudden you're covered in shit. Not even the blue airplane, rock solid shit, just raw sewage. That means the, the world is against you on that day. <laughs> this is the scene from Joe Dirt where the meteorite uh, the meteorite has a peanut in it. Yeah, but this is just, this is like the melted variety. It's all over everything. You got to think this is probably more of a prank. Somebody had a catapult in a bucket, a big-ass bucket somewhere, and they shot shit on you. Oh, this is never good. This is never, ever good. Like I said, if that happens to you, just stay inside. Stay inside. Stay away from sharp, sharp objects. Don't take a bath because you'll probably drown. I would rather be hosed off. I don't want that shit going down my drain. Oh, man, that's wrong, dude. It was a low-flying plane, a very low-flying plane. Uh, We will be back on Wednesday. Remember, tomorrow I have jury duty. So I'll be going to jury duty. Yes, I will post some pictures online. What's Alec Baldwin's favorite movie? The Crow. All right, I like it. I, I was going to say his favorite movie is uh, John Wayne's The Shootist. Uh, until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So y'all have a great Monday and Tuesday, and I will see you on Wednesday. <laughs>
Nearly filling up their eyes Smiling and winking I know what they're thinking But I'm the only one who loves you so And a lot of Pretty little Cajun queen Sweet Dixie fly The bell of the fire You're every young man's dream And a lot of I'd walk through a hurricane To stand Beside your sweet Adelaide, I'd swim the poncho train. Waiting to arrest him.